that matters. I'm, I'm blaming Cox. I'm blaming Cox too. I'm blaming Getting Cox. Cox blocked. Hashtag Cox blocked. Anyway, so speaking of the tournament, the the Warrior Realm Guilty Gear Rev Two tournament was a was a I, I want I'm calling it a moderate success. I thought it was good, but I think that that was because we were looking at things from the outside, uh, or from the inside out, not the outside in. Uh, we had a huge turnout. That was pretty was fucking massive. That was it was pretty impressive. I believe Boxer said that was the biggest tournament that he's ever fucking had people show up to. Nice. Um So that shit, that shit was fucking yeah, dope. The numbers didn't dip under eighty for like a long time. They didn't dip under eighty until I want to say just after top eight. Like once we start hitting top eight, there was some some drop off, but. No, yeah, I was. It came right back. <laughs> yeah, it did. First off, Corey, thank you for running TO on that shit. Fucking. Oh, that's fine. I haven't ran a tournament in forever, but it looks like I did all right. <laughs> you did all right. You did pretty good, Eddie. Good, good, uh, good job on your first showing, bro. Yeah, I know. I was. Uh, thank you. I was surprised myself. The first round was not the best. The second one, I went with the uh, stylish over the technique, mm -hmm. and it definitely showed. <laughs> well, but I one was, of the uh, reasons was... why the stylish is going to be omitted from the next tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of feedback from people being like, why the fuck is this stylish players? I oh, you should have been down in where I was. They were talking mad shit on stylish players. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure, too. Like It was so funny because like when I read the rules and it said it was allowed, I was like, well, if it's allowed... So be it. Oh no, I read the rules. Yeah. It was allowed for both of them for this tournament. Yeah, the yeah. the thought process was um since we based the rule set off of the Arc Revo rule set. Arc Revo allows a stylish move set. That said, the more skilled players are still going to have the advantage on there because you once you start learning your own combo routes, you're going to have more optimal combos more more damage or better knockback better chances to throw you into the fucking corner so on and so forth so right. like the the way that you should be playing is the technical side because nobody playing stylish is going to get out of pools however in this case where you have a lot of basic to intermediate players it's going to be a little bit more skewed in some of the stylish players favor whereas right. there is no pools everybody is starting off in uh winners round one there's going to be some variance in there like for example happy dude making it to i believe winners round two or round three i don't i believe that he had a buy in the first round and when winners round two came around he won his first match so nice. i get it i get i get the feedback and yeah we're, we're moving away from stylish because we That's really want to we really I saw want my to... own guilty gear tournament. Okay. Blackjack and hook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, we're we're really going to start nailing down the emphasis and the need for uh for everyone getting onto a skill level that's adequate for competitive play. So right. no, that makes sense. But no, there was there were some there were some hiccups. I'm not gonna say that they were minor. There was one major hiccup that whether it, it was damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that was 100% my fault. So we're we're addressing that one. But overall, it seems like all the viewers had a great fucking time. Most, I want to say, like, af after everything was hashed out, 
most of the combatants, most of the participants, the contenders, mm-hmm. were very pleased with the way that the tournament played out. We've already That's got funny. we've already got people coming in saying that they are ready for the next one, which we will be doing in and around April 10th. We're going to be doing Guilty Gear X2 Accent Core plus R, and just keep it moving from there. So the older one. <laughs> we're going to the older one. Well, that one's got rollback. It does have rollback, but this this one's going to be a little bit different because it's being a legacy game, being a game that's over obviously obviously over 10 years old for the most part. I mean, like first iteration of X2 is 2003, 2004. Plus R got released in I believe 11 or 12. So, it's just hitting the 10-year mark. But you're you're talking about a game that has like very little very little single player elements that helps the new player learn how to play the game. And it's a lot more strict to nail your combos. And if you don't know what FRCs are, you're going to have a bad time. I'm curious on how lobby systems work in that for tournament play, for people to be watching and all that stuff. So in regards to tournament play for uh, plus R, you could only have six people in a lobby. So that will just be... The enough. TO, the two commentators, and the two players playing. That's right. That so, makes sense. I'm pretty sure not going to be anybody on standby. Now, is that, I mean, um, is that game's also available on PC, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, we're playing the PC version. The PC version gotcha. is the only one that has rollback. Yeah. So, and it's super cheap, I believe, too. Oh, I dude, mean, I'm a, I'm I could find it for two bucks. For I could find it for two bucks easy. So. I want it. Uh, I want it. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a good ass time, good ass fucking time. I mean, we had some hype ass moments, but obviously the most hype moment had to have been the end. Oh yeah, is... fucking fat juice against Lo-Fi. The, the um, fat juice fucking peeing all over Lo-Fi, <laughs> especially at the end. It was just like, bro, I got you. I I downloaded you. And it it was strong because they were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and Lo-Fi was just like, "No, nah, I'm a I'm a fight for this." Mm-hmm. And Fat Juice was just like, oh, "I've got you unlocked, bro." And then that that last round, he just he just got into Lo-Fi's head and just sealed the fucking deal. I mean, I wanted it to was... be known that I wanted Lo-Fi to reset the bracket because resetting the yes. bracket is always the hypest shit. But yes. sometimes it don't always happen. <laughs> no, but three sometimes three two don't. in grand finals, that's still still really good so yeah it's not too bad so congratulations I, I yeah go ahead i was gonna say congratulations to all the participants especially the top three that actually walked away with some money so mm-hmm. it was fun it was really fun yeah, uh, it was solid I had, I had a really good time and i got a lot of good feedback from uh people in my community too that were just there rooting for me and uh like you saw other people were there uh, uh, rooting for the other competitors too. So I, I thought it was great. I thought it was like really, really good just seeing all the communities join and mm-hmm. shoot the shit and have a good time. Even when we were on the Discord channel and just kind of like chopping it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're all just kind of like very, very casual, very good. Like, hey, like GG, have fun, like good luck and all that shit. So I, I thought it was uh, for, for it being my first like legit competitive tournament. I, I had a blast. I had a blast. Hell yeah. It's, it's also because yeah. you didn't have to pay anything to get into it. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean that we're too. not we're not gonna be uh doing any like shit at the door. Like No, not like a real do. tournament. It, it's one, it's online, two, it's it's largely for the community itself. Right. So 
at the end of the day, for us, it's one huge marketing ploy. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm laughing. We really want to get into it. That's I'm the thing. We... Zombie... Go ahead. I was laughing because Zombie Hunter puts like, look, Eddie, it's biking. Uh, that was on the screen right now. Mm-hmm. I had a viewer, uh, I guess, who was watching the tournament. There was a guy, uh, Demon Kicks. He was competing in the uh, tournament and his mm-hmm. buddy, BC uh, Zero, was there watching him. So he comes into my channel as I'm playing, you know, my retro games or whatever. He's like, hey, that's not biking. And I'm like, who's biking? What's biking? What are you talking about? Oh, like man. and like and he's just like, really, dude? Like you really fucking poser. And I'm just like, ah, oh, dude. I'm like, I haven't played this game. I was like, Corey nailed it on the head. Like, oh, this one has big tits. I'm picking her. Let's go. If you I mean, were an Kristen, ICP, yeah. we'd kick your ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> never pose as a juggalo. So Right? Uh no, why, I had Why fun. do you know the lyrics to that song? I listened to ICP when I was younger. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, man, every fucking white it's trash boy in the country did. The game show song was my favorite song. Disgusting. <laughs> hey, man, disgusting. Uh, they might have shitty music, but they created a really cool soda. And uh, from what I've heard, they're not terrible. Like they donate a lot of money to good causes. So yeah, they're not yeah, they terrible people. Game. Yeah, they're just terrible musicians. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're Shaggy has a fucking uh, daily, or I don't know if it's daily, but he has a podcast. It's called Shaggy and the Creep or something like that. So it's pretty funny. Right. It became a huge thing not too long ago with him because I think he had Steve-O mm-hmm. on there. And they were like talking about like politics and like economics and all that shit. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, oh. is this really happening right oh, now? Steve-O <laughs> is a really smart individual. Steve-O he is one of the most idiot. most entertaining people to just listen to when he tells stories. I watch uh, mm-hmm. I watch your mom's house podcast, which is Tom Segura and Christina P's uh, podcast. And uh, they had him. I was actually just watching that episode last night. Uh, he, they had Steve-O on. And he was talking about... His bit where uh, he jerked off skydiving. Like, the minute he ju- jumped out of the fucking thing is, like, that's when the money shot was. And then he went and skydived. I was like, that's a hell of a fucking thing to, like, have to set up, man. Like, that's insane. That's crazy. The man's insane. The man's insane, dude. He is. I mean, he made his living off of that, so. Well, intense. yeah. And, well, he's living now off of sobriety and all that stuff, too. Like, sobri- his sobriety mm-hmm. is, like, he said there's two things in his life that, uh, that he just can't go without, and right now it's his sobriety and uh, just be in the center of attention. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I know there was a lot of uh, uh, over the weekend. I guess Bam Margera. I don't know if you guys heard about that one. I think you were but, like Bam Margera. Yeah, like he posted a video on Instagram, and like he was like talking about boycotting Jackass Four because apparently they're making a Jackass Four, and uh, he's not included in it because they can't. He's um, a liability because he's like still doing drugs and not taking care of himself and oh. all this shit. So Bam's like, well, fuck you guys. Fuck Johnny Knoxville. Fuck Steve-O. I'm going to go kill myself. You guys don't give a shit. Like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, fuck, man. Like, And so people started talking about that because like, well, Steve-O's able to clean his act up. Like, why can't you? And then people were like, well, you know, he's still hurting from Ryan Dunn. And I'm like, I get it, but at the same time, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, the dude has issues. The dude had issues. Yeah. Even you could tell he had issues even back with Viva La Bam and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and none of those issues, like he wasn't in an environment where he can face those issues. No, being on TV was the worst thing for him. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. for his, it, mental, it was just like men- mental mentality. Oh, you're out of control. Let's put a camera in front of you and just like feed this monster. The the history of Jackass is fucking 
it's so interesting. There's a documentary out there, and I think Steve was talking about it. He called it's just called Dumb, mm-hmm. and it's the story of Jackass, and it was the magazine that be- eventually became what Jackass is. There was a skater magazine that was just like. Basically, it was the magazine form of Jackass where they were pushing the envelope on everything. And then at the end of the day, they're like, hey, we don't ever talk about anything skateboarding related. So, And then one of the guys that worked on that magazine was Jeff Tremaine, who went and ended up making Jackass a TV show. I think I know what magazine you're talking about. Some of the B, I believe. I can't remember what it is. Jeff Tremaine? Tremaine, yeah. He's the guy that did Jackass, Wild Boys, uh, all the movies, all that stuff. I mean, I'm be honest with you. I'm surprised there was a Jackass three, and I ended up Big really liking Brother. it. Big Brother Magazine. That's right. Yep, that's yep. what it was. Yep. And uh, but I don't know, man. Jackass four. I don't know. I've been watching. So if you go to Steve-O's website, like he has like because he does like a stand up that's half stand up, half stunts, where they like splice it together and all that stuff. They're mm-hmm. still doing crazy shit. Like, it's not like they haven't stopped. Like, they might have stopped the drugs and calmed down on some of the alcohol, but they're still doing stupid-ass shit, and it's I love it, because I grew up with Jackass. Like, It's, it's mm-hmm. only some of them, though, right? Because, like, Johnny Knoxville has, like, not completely walked away from it, but he doesn't do any of the crazy stunts anymore, right? I mean, he's there. I mean, Johnny okay. never really did, like, any of the crazy stunts anyway. He was kind of the uh, face did- of... Yeah, he, I think he was the face, but I also felt like he got a lot of, like, the worst ones... He got, like, the physical, like, injury yeah. ones, like, where he fought Butterbean and, like, all this other stuff. But, like, I would say probably the one person that was always gung-ho and ended up fucking himself up the most would probably be Steve-O. Because, like, Steve-O never said no. He would just, like, yeah. take a bump of Coke and be like, let's do this shit. So, yeah. I mean, he chugged a beer through his ass. Like, that was in yeah. a movie. That's in a cinematic movie. Like... <laughs> It's 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 fantastic. I love it. So, but yeah, I don't know how we got to that shit. So, butt chug, <laughs> the butt, butt chug. chug. Oh, those are just two <laughs> words that shouldn't go together. I mean, I mean, there it is. That's the podcast. Yeah. Butt chug. So, butt chug. <laughs> I don't know if uh, iTunes. Is, I don't know if iTunes is gonna be fine with that one. Fuck iTunes. <laughs> uh, butt chug. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks. I fucking hate the. Mm iTunes is, iTunes is rough. So, anyway. Boofing. Boo- is that what boofing. it's called? Boofing? The, the definition of butt chugging. You can get away with boofing. boofing? No one's going to know what boofing yeah, let's, means. Let's go boofing. And then I'll put the definition right next to it. All you need is boofing. There it is. Like, that's what... <laughs> oh, man. Getting peed on in tournaments and boofing. There you go. That's gross. There it is. And then the the fucking constant stream of, hey, you, you need to drink this fucking pork water. I'm just like, oh, Ugh. my fucking God. Pork water. I'll be there for tournaments, but I'm never going to join anything where they talk about <laughs> pork, wa- pork water. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Final Boss does that shit, too, with his hot dog fucking martini video that he has. That's, oh, fuck that. Okay, but wait. That's fucking hilarious, though. That's the, No, because well, it's only funny because he voice overed it. Bro, the first time I saw that fucking infomercial that Final Boss has, I was just like, this is the greatest fucking narrative I've ever fucking listened to. He was playing a game called Uppers today, and I was just like, I need to fucking play this game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uppers looks (laughs) fucking insane. Oh, my God. I had heard about it before. No, I've never never seen it. I have, 
usually he fucking um plays shit like sending Kagura and like some other fucking like hyper erotic anime titty bullshit without the the hardcore sex matter culture there you go dude um, uppers has the fucking female jotaro in it and it's once just, i saw that i was just fucking like, beautiful done. i need this game now i love it. i need this shit fucking well now. i had seen uppers it, it was probably through the best friends probably no because best friends broke up a while ago it, i saw uppers old? No, Uppers released in 2020, in October 2020, but I'm wondering if maybe it was in beta for a long time, and maybe that's where... Because I remember seeing the game. I remember hearing the name, and then once I saw it, I was like, oh, I remember the premise. It's a beat-em-up where you beat the shit out of guys so you can see girls' panties. I'm just like, that's perfect. <laughs> like, That's what the game is. <laughs> it's a beat-em-up? It's a yeah. beat-em-up mixed with Gal Gun, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. And, and so it's like, on PS4 too. Shit. The, well, apparently, the entire fucking premise is just like there's this guy or like the main guy in the very beginning. He's just like, I just want to find love, and him, his friends, and then like this other chick, like heroin type shit, which is like, okay, well you gotta beat the shit out of all these fucking what's the pompadour wearing assholes. Yeah, the, and then all the, the kuabaras of the world. <laughs> exactly, fight kuabara. And his cronies, and then girls will throw you your panties. That guy joins your team. He's just like Cool Bar. <laughs> and then it, it was, it was like that one guy, which he had some cool fucking moves. But his partner, which I don't remember his name at either. I don't remember anyone's fucking name. But his partner is fucking Guile. Like he has Guile's fucking combo set. When I saw the yeah. fucking flash kick, I'm like, it's done. I need this game now. I need this game like right now. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, it's it's so fucking. I'm watching good. a video. Yeah, I'm watching a video right now. This thing looks it's amazing. It's so fucking good. That's Are you not, pulling it up? That's not the uppers I wanted to pull up. Whoops, <laughs> that brought Ooh. me the the drug uppers. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, Hell uppers yeah. piece. Here's a hard copy. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's what it looks on, like. This has a hard copy. The art style of this game is it's too good. It shouldn't be this good. Like. I really like this. I I mean, it's thirty bucks on Steam, and I'm just gonna pay full price and play this because I want to play this game. Apparently, there's like seven chapters, I think. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it's not a terribly long game. There you go, Michiru. Michiru is the Guile guy. Look at that shit. The fucking flip kick, heavy yeah. heavy kick. This looks great. They even have like manga split ins and shit like that. That's yep. That's pretty cool. Because I remember when I first saw this, I was like, this is a really cool premise of game, but I don't think it's that good. And then, like, I saw Final Boss playing it today. I was like, I'm wrong. They changed it. He just fucking slam dunked a dude through a basketball net. <laughs> like, he picked his head up with body attached and then Kobe'd it, like, real hard. <laughs> this this so, game is ridiculous. So, uh, apparently, there was there was a... Uh... A planned physical copy for the PlayStation 4 that was going to be released in Europe and North America. And I guess uh, Marvelous and XC decided to cancel it. So the only physical copy available now is for the Vita. And then you can also download it on Steam. So, so and tell TJ. TJ probably already has this. So, <laughs> it's a beat em up mixed with Galgun. TJ already has a fucking has this. So, <laughs> I don't know what Galgun is. Like, I've heard of it, but I've never heard of it. the one where you shoot it. a love gun at girls. Parts so you can see their underwear and other things. That's what Galga no, is. No, no. There's more premise to that. I Come hit most now. of it. 
Yeah, you did it most of it. Yeah, no, Gal Gun Gal Gun is uh this kid this kid is just he's a high school kid and he gets uh there's a demon in his like pants. A love, like a Cupid, like a, a love angel, or I guess or whatever you want. There's a demon and then there's a love uh-huh. cupid. And the love cupid is out of control and like releases all the pheromones or whatever the hell you want to call it uh-huh. in the high school that this kid is in so all the girls are trying to attack this kid because they want to love him and the only way he can fend them off is by shooting him with his quote-unquote hormones but in the process oh, it's yes. like you get to see bras panties and stuff like that like blah 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 blah, blah. and um yeah yeah i'm gonna play uppers Fuck Gal Gun. So. <laughs> I'll play Uppers. Uppers looks like yeah. fucking crazy. Like so craziness. I just want to play as fucking uh, Rule 63 Jotaro. That's all I want to fucking do. She's from Senran Kagura. She is, is she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's from She's the Senran Kagura series. Yep. Chris just okay. got an interest in that series now. <laughs> okay. You're just telling me you want to fuck Jotaro. That's what it is, basically. Yeah, that's what this is. I love strong women. Like I love strong women in fucking media. That's the reason why I married my wife. Like, fair enough. I feel that. It's yeah. like, what's that one show? I, I had told my 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 buddy about it because I've never seen the show, and I came across like a like a scene from this anime, and I don't remember the anime, but if you guys will probably know it, it's the firefighter one. Oh, it's a uh, pro fuck fire force. Uh, fire force okay. yeah, yeah fire force and, and i told him i was like dude i've never seen this show but i just came across the scene and then i'm like and now i'm really interested in just because of the girl that popped in he's like all right so it's either the really tiny petite girl yeah and he's like or it's the big muscular girl and i'm like it's the big muscular girl i was gonna say <laughs> if it was the tiny petite girl it's the one where she accidentally slips and slides out of her clothes i'm gonna be like that's the one that he watched and now he's into it. that's how like i am with anime nowadays like not okay that was a bad segue but uh <laughs> so the thing is i see a really cool scene of an anime i mean people can tell me like you should watch one piece you should i've been i've got a friend that's been telling me to watch one piece for like the last seven years so like they t- like you should watch this you should watch this i'm like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i should watch them but I'll, I'll get to them eventually and then like with my hero academia and jojo i saw a scene and i just went what the fuck is this and I finally got into it, and that's how something has to catch me real fucking hard in an anime. And then I'm like, that's it. I'm hooked. I'm in. Yeah, I'm the same way. Fucking what got me to watch fucking My Hero was the Nomu All Might fight. And just... Th- Mine was the, the Todoroki Deku fight. Yeah, that that's another really great one as well. But it, it just fucking insanity. Yeah. And then JoJo actually what got me to watch JoJo... Was the Ant Stream? Was it Ant Stream? I don't think it was Ant Stream, but there's this guy who did the JoJo Bizarre Adventure Bridge series for season three. It's absolutely fucking hilarious. Like I, I know I've talked about this in the past, but it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Oh, chat says the what got them to watch JoJo was the fight between Jonathan Joestar and Dio. That's a pretty wow. good one. That's well. That's like that's uh battle. No, that's not battle tendencies. That's uh, Phantom Blood. So I don't think that, I've seen the anime for uh for season one. Uh, season one. Uh, so part one and part, part one, two, I believe, are like in one season. Like, cause part okay. one is only like six episodes, cause they were okay. testing it out, and mm-hmm. then part two is like 
I don't know, like 15, 16 episodes or something like that. So with both of them put together, they equal like a normal season of anime. That's where it gets fucking confusing because part one, which is Phantom Blood, and part two, which is Battle Tendencies, is season one. And then part three, which is Stardust Crusaders, is season two, two. technically. So it's like they're always like whatever part they're in, the minus one from that, and that's the season they're in. Got it. That makes sense. So yeah, the, the animation, the animation in that first in Phantom Blood and Battle Tendencies are is not as good as part as Stardust Crusaders, but it makes sense when you see when they came out and that they were just testing the waters. Before that, there had not been any JoJo, like there's been an OVA, and that was back in like late '80s, early '90s. Like there was no like anime representation before the the newest series started coming out. Wasn't there a um, a resurgence of some sort too when they released the game PlayStation? Like, well, that's a, that's about on? the time where Part Three was released on uh, Crunchyroll. Got it. So they kind of coincided with each other. And yeah, Stardust Crusaders is technically two parts because it's so large. It's like two full seasons. Yeah, There's... I've never I've never really watched any of the JoJo series. I played the games before anything, um, and I remember I really enjoyed them. And just because I guess they were Capcom and it was just like an alternative to Darkstalkers or whatever. Mm. But I'm I'm the same as you, Corey. I'm like, uh, if people can tell me all the time to be watch the one that keep they, they keep telling me Zombie Hunter keeps bringing it up Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, oh, the better Naruto. And, <laughs> yeah, and and I'm like, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll see what's up. Like la da da. But then there was this one fight that I saw, and I can't remember. He'll he'll point it out right now, where I saw these two uh, fighters and were fighting like in a forest near a river, and I was just like, what the hell is this? Like this that looks happened amazing. with Demon, uh, Demon yeah. Slayer too. I still haven't watched Demon Slayer, but it's that one fight where uh, I don't know the dude uses his firepower where he's using oh he's in he's in the forest power. and he uses his fire breathing technique to like fucking sever the head of a. I think it's like a spider demon or some shit like that. Yeah. That shit is fucking gorgeous. There's a second season of that shit coming out too. What I heard is like they've actually ended De- Demon Slayer. It's like manga wise it's done. Yeah. Manga wise it's done. So there, so there's a definite it. ending for the anime so that we're not going to have that full metal alchemist problem. Yeah, thankfully. But I Or I should say rather hopefully. You never know. Well, I mean, we got lucky. FMA was garbage in the beginning, but then when Brotherhood came out it was great. <laughs> Was it really that bad? Was the, was first FMA really you, that bad? It is not bad until you start realizing the parts where they caught up to the manga, and then they started making their own fucking story. Mm. And you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, this doesn't make <laughs> sense, and all this other stuff. And then they're like, okay, we fucked up. Let's do Brotherhood. And Brotherhood's like, I think, 60 episodes? The best yes. part about Brotherhood is fucking uh, Anderson's uh, sister. She's fucking great. She's amazing. I read the manga. I never watched the anime, so I, I'm pretty sure I know what parts you're talking about, though. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. But all right, well, if we're done talking about panties and fighting game tournaments and beat 'em ups, let's figure out what the fuck we did this week. Yeah, cool. Fucking, I got a dog. Hey, fucking, <laughs> I saw that. You got. It sounded like you kind of got duped into a dog because you yes. were told things that that dog is not that. <laughs> Okay, uh, bro, everything about this dog has been a fucking lie. So, on, like, Sunday or Monday, I want to say it was Sunday, my sister hits me up, and she's like, hey, do you, got, do you guys still want a dog? I've got a dog set aside for you. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. What's the deal? Because I need to know all the details. And she sends me, spoiler alert, it's a cat. No. 
and she sends me a photo of like this little itty bitty baby. And unfortunately, I don't have any pictures with me at the moment because I'm not going to go searching through my phone for that shit. But she's got this little itty bitty baby, right? And she, if if I had my garbage can right next to me, or rather even if you look at the shelf, I would say that the dog looked like it was halfway up the second shelf. So she probably looks like standing. She, she looks like she's almost a year old with the size that she's in. Yeah, the pictures in that I have now, she looks like she was a year old. But I was told that this was like a smaller dog. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, that's cool. Um, is everything okay with the dog? Blah, 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 and They were just like, oh, yeah, everything is fine. We just can't take care of her. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, after like my sister was just like, I have to bring it to her like tonight. And I'm like, whatever. And so she comes in Monday night, brings her heroin addicted baby daddy with her. I have no fucking idea why. But it runs in the family. Heroin and attraction to heroin-strictened individuals runs in this family. You know what? I I call them the heroin-addicted whites, like Dave Chappelle says. Thank you. The (laughs) heroin-addicted whites. Um, So they were in my house, and they bring this fucking behemoth of a dog. Find out that the picture that they sent me was of her as a puppy six months ago. She is a year old. She Her head peeks over my counter. She is not done growing. I was told that this was a black lab. That's Wrong. what I was told. <laughs> we got the DNA test. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Dogs are a junkie. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Dog is a junkie. <laughs> it's a meth lab. Oh, my, oh my God. My God. <laughs> Jesus. This is all just going really Promote well. Promote that for this man to dog. VIP. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. That's so stupid. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so fucking much. That is so out of so for listener for listeners. I think uh, everyone knows that Chris is the only dad in this group. And that was like a vulgar dad joke is what that was. That's why it got him so hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you good? You need, I'm good. You going to gain your composure? I'm good. Give me a second. <laughs> anyway, it's a big-ass fucking dog. Okay, yeah, the, the dog is big. I was told this was a black lab. No, it turns out we got the DNA test back. It's a fucking pit bull. <laughs> I hope Mari re- revealed it to you. Like you thought this was a lab. <laughs> lie detector turbine, that's a lie. Yeah. So it's a pit bull. It's just a pit bull mud is what it is, basically. It's a pit bull mixed with German Shepherd and Husky. So it's like 70% pit bull, 15% Husky, or 15% German Shepherd, and then the rest and is 95% like husky. pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is that the dog is an absolute sweetheart, but the, what it turns out is that the dog was heavily neglected and she has anxiety issues. So she cannot be in a room by herself. And she, up until now, because right now she's in her cage sleeping, up until now, she follows me around the house all fucking day. Oh, yeah. She's attached to you. Like, you're so her owner. She, she is just all day, every day, the dog is just fucking there. And she will not leave my sight. I saw that video of you trying to play your PS5, and she's just like, fucking play with me, you dickhead. (laughs) Yeah, no, and that was, like, after I spent a good hour or whatever fucking playing with her. So it it was just, now I just use my son 
And I'm just like, I was gonna say, you said Alexi was terrified of her at first. Yeah, at first, Alexi was absolutely fucking terrified. The dog came in, she was just like all happy and excited and shit. He screeches like a bat out of hell, runs up on the couch, and it's just like, it's fucking huge. I was just like, he's never said that word before. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder where he learned that one. Like, like I still. I still have to tell. I tell my wife that fucking story when I went to your house and I finally mm-hmm. met up and all that stuff. Like we did so much shit that weekend, but the funniest fucking thing is when I was downstairs in the basement, basement scanning in games into my retro freak, and it was around seven thirty. You had sent Alexi to bed, and then I hear like a couple little pitter patters of feet, and then I hear you. You better get back in that fucking bed. <laughs> And then I just hear up the the stairs. It's the funniest fucking thing that I remember from that weekend. And it happened on the last night I was there. My my son, my son is a fucking escape artist. He he's sneaky. (laughs) He doesn't give a shit. He does he doesn't give a fucking shit. He wants something, he just goes and fucking gets it. So we have to lock up everything in the fucking house. Because he has learned the art of like ninjutsu or whatever fucking invisibility cloaking bullshit because he'll just like quietly walk out of his room unlock fucking doors and shit like that to get whatever the fuck he wants he ate an entire fucking box of dove dark chocolates those are kids chocolates those are adult chocolates they were adult chocolates and he just ate the whole fucking thing and he hides garbage all over the fucking house. Now, when I say garbage, I mean, like, his fucking Capri Suns and his snack wrappers and all this shit. And it's like, they're empty. They're in the couch. <laughs> they're in the couch. They're, they're like, underneath shit. And so, like, we go digging through all of our fucking furniture because we're just like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Where is, where's the rest of it? He's boofing them? That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. Oh uh, but no, he just he just finds a way to fucking hide everything. Fucking does he, everything. does he do that with like things that you guys give him? Like or yeah. is it just like he'll just hide them like dude, you can just throw that in the trash. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is it's just like half the time I'm just like I'm not going to say no. If you want something, yeah, you could fucking have it. But don't right. fucking don't fucking hide it. But the yeah. thing is is that he feels like he has to hide everything. And then he'll lie about it, and that's when he gets in trouble. I'm just like, just just do the right thing. Just Where did I go right wrong? Fucking choices. <laughs> and I'm Where trying. Did I go wrong. Where did I I'm trying out? to break that? That's that's my. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you if you guys, I mean, I don't know if you guys are wanting to, but if you if you do end up having another child, the first one's always like the fucking like trial run. Let's see oh, what yeah. does like like <laughs> w- let's see like what is dr- uh, like what's gonna cause trauma what won't and then the second mm-hmm. one you're like all right we got this down a little bit so, yeah, you fine <laughs> you fine I love seeing that I love seeing that shit whenever like you can tell a new new parents when you see yeah. them out in public because they're mm-hmm. all just like all that and then you can see like fucking Mormon families. Where they have like too many kids and they're just like, where the fuck is like, and you're like walking around Walmart. You're just like, he's like, I don't care. I don't care. We lost them. We'll make another one. So <laughs> yeah. that's how it is. That's how I see my brother every time. Cause like, I remember that the first two, like the first one they took care of, like, like you said, it's a new parent, like their new parents and yeah, they're just trying to make that sure was everything me. is right. The second one was like, okay, like we're going to ease off. The third and fourth is just like survive. Have yeah. at it. <laughs> 
Anyway. The government knows I have you, so I can't let you die, but... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have a social security, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, this is a big-ass dog. She's a sweetheart, though. She is a mush. She is an absolute fucking mush. But now what the thing is, just like I just sick my son on the dog, and then they wrestle, and then the dog will eventually have enough of Alexi after, like, 30 minutes to an hour, if I'm... Mm. If, if it's like a long, a long while, and just tire them both the fuck. Yeah, up. that's a two. Today, today I had to fucking like send them both into fucking timeout because somehow my son was wrestling like we call it the penis toy. It's like this little ring with a ball at the end. And there's a rope in between, and you're supposed to like play tug. Oh yeah, ball. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's shaped like a pair of dick and balls. So you're or just a piece of rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They they start like pulling back and forth and my son just like fucking runs with it and the dog's trying to chase him down Uh-oh. and they crash right into the fucking wall. My son busts his face on like this glade plug-in thing. I'm like, okay, nah, you're you're both done. You're both done. Get well, see, that's cage. why I like your parenting. Get in the you're cage, both like, of you. I like <laughs> I like how your parenting is like he he got hurt. Then I disciplined him. <laughs> <laughs> That's don't how you do, do that. It. I've seen that. Don't like, do that. I've seen. My, oh, I don't. I won't like. Just like you know, you're not supposed to do that. And if you fuck up, if I end up having to take you to the hospital, then I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Like mm-hmm. then, money out of my pocket's happening. So, I but, think that experience is the number one best way to learn a lesson. Yeah, hands down. After, That's uh, after the three, four times that I told you, hey, don't fucking do that. Yeah. Oh, you got hurt? You got hurt? That was a no bad shit. fucking idea, wasn't it? <laughs> That's a Christopher anyway. Titus joke where he's like, uh, mom and dads are different growing up. A mom will be like, no, 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 don't touch that. Don't do that. But then you get two dads together and be like, he's going over to the electrical socket and be like, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> you That's exactly the title. I know. It's like he's trying yeah. to stick the fork in the socket. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. See what yeah, happens. Yeah. See yeah. what happens, son. He's like, yeah, yeah it, it did hurt. It shot your ass across the living room. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna do that again are you <laughs> i'm just waiting for the day i'm just waiting for the day that chris starts telling us that uh the dog is not hiding hiding garbage too like he, oh, your kid's gonna no. train him your kid's fuck gonna train no. him to hide the garbage i think that dog has too much ptsd to do that shit maybe maybe that's that, that's great i love it nah got a dog got a ps5 hey. um, on the same day uh, roughly, it was it was close. The thing is, I I got the the lottery for the PS5, I think the week before, and then like the day after I got the dog, the PS5 came in. I'm just like, that's fucking cool. But besides that, I've been playing a lot of Demon Souls. I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls three in the background, and then while my streams are Dark Souls one, I've been playing Dark Souls three New Game Plus one or two, which it's hard as shit. Duh. And now I got back to Demon Souls. Now I'm I'm starting to remember like Demon Souls is a gorgeous fucking game. Like I've never seen a game look that good. This I mean, version, like, no shit. <laughs> this version, this version for the <laughs> PS5, absolutely yeah. fucking beautiful. But then I remember I'm just like I don't care for Demon Souls, and the reason is is because I got spoiled on the open world exploration from Dark Souls one, two, and three. And other subsequent games to follow on after that. Whereas Demon Souls is split up. Each of the the worlds are broken up into four different sections. And it's just usually most of the time it's one linear path 
to your destination. And the way that they wall you off is they put this one huge, obvious fucking, like, roadblock in front of you. Like, two fucking dragons. Oh, no shit, I'm not supposed to go that way. And or, he knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows what I'm talking about. Fucked him. What was, what was the enemy that kept on fucking killing you, Eddie, in Demon Souls? When you were trying to do the, all the first area. Yeah, all of them, right? Like, <laughs> oh, okay, uh, never mind. No, 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 no. There was a... There was a once I finally made it up to the tower, mm-hmm. there was a a blue a knight. knight. Yeah, the the blue knight, blue knight or a red knight. There was a red one too. That's mm-hmm. the alternative one. Yeah, there's the that's true. Okay, so you're right. So there was the blue one that would go into the fog, but if you go the opposite way, you would meet a red knight. And the red knight, I was just like, well, it seems like this guy is possible to kill. Nope, it's like two hits, if not one, you're done. Yeah, it was a red knight. Okay, so I forgot from my first time playing Demon Souls, the Red Knight is your fucking wall. You're not supposed to go that way because the he's got infinite fucking potions. He takes too, he tanks too much hit, uh, tanks too much damage, and he only needs to hit you like once or twice, and you fucking die. The Blue Knight is the way that you're supposed to fucking go because you're supposed to follow the fucking fog doors. Yeah. to your destination and i kept on making that mistake because i'm i'm a seasoned dark souls player i get through the early parts of Volteria castle fairly easy but i always end up dying at this fucking red knight and i'm just like what am i fucking doing wrong what am i doing wrong because the blue knights for me not a fucking problem i I pick Night Class in the very beginning. That gives me enough poise to kick back all of the damage that I was getting for them. And I just kill them fucking easy. But I keep on fucking forgetting. No Red Knight. No fucking Red Knight. Now, I beat the first two bosses in Volteria Castle. I'm now in the second world, which is like the the fucking mining shit. And I'm at the Armored Spider. And the Armored Spider is one of the stupidest fucking boss fights I have ever experienced. Did you get the cum? I did get the cum. (laughs) I don't remember if I used the cum already. I think I used the cum once. And for those who don't know what the cum is... Sometimes that's enough for most people. (laughs) Yeah. It's called... In the original game, it's called Sticky White Stuff. In the new game, it's called Sticky White Slime. Um, But you need... That's not any better! (laughs) It's cum. So you use the cum... I usually go to sleep right after that. Oh, God. Uh, I, you use the cum. You wipe it on your sword. It does magic damage to any enemy that you hit it with. But the problem is, is that there's only two of them that drop in the very beginning. But Demon Souls is now multiplayer. Or not that it's now multiplayer. I'm playing when people are actually playing Demon Souls. Oh, so, so I cheating. can summon people. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, I'm cheating on that shit. Absolutely. I'm tired of bro, these fucking cheaters and these Soulsborns games. Bro, I hate that fight. I hate that fight with a fucking passion. Like, the spider has to come down, and at one point they drop their dick, and they spew fucking acid or oil all over the floor, and you have to run to the other end of the fucking tow- uh, the, the hallway in order to get away from the fire, but it's so fucking fast that I can't keep up with it, and I just need to learn the timing of when to fucking leave, and it is it is terrible. It is all fucking awful and terrible, and uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my experience with Demon Souls right now. I'll eventually get back to it. Yeah, I'll fuck Demon Souls. 
<laughs> I can't stand this fucking room right now. <laughs> uh, my I feel last personally little, attacked. My last little bit is uh, I'm in the middle of reviewing something for Megavisions called Dragonborn. I can talk about it because it's been formally released. It is supposed to be a GBA or a, a, a Game Boy-esque type game. And it's an RPG, or at least it says it is because it's not a real RPG because there's no leveling system. It's just like, hey, we're going to go into this pseudo-Pokemon fucking battle system. And the art in the game is absolutely phenomenal. It looks super fucking good. The detail and the sprite work is very well done. But the problem is, is that that game is just one giant fucking fetch quest right now. And the... It's literally like, hey, go get my cat from the forest, and you do it, and they're just like, oh, by the way, this next person that you meet there, they need three magical mushrooms. Okay, let's go find the fucking magical mushrooms. Oh, this lady gives you a sandwich. Well, who needs the sandwich? Well, this guy down in in the fucking... You're playing an MMO, dude. (laughs) No, it's not an MMO. If it was an MMO, I might have been having fun. Uh, This is not fun so far. So it's... I, all I know of the story is, is that my dad ran out in the middle of the night, and I'm looking for him, and I'm pretty sure he skipped town, but everyone is just like, oh man, you gotta look for your dad, or, have you seen your dad? No, that's why I'm here. I spoke to him the other day, I'm just like, just point me, just point me in the fucking right direction. Well, in order for me to help you find your dad, you need to find me these, this fucking crack cocaine, the cocoa leaves, I need to get my fucking fix. Okay, okay, dude. Whatever. That's where I'm at. Video games. Video games. Video. Don't even I'm getting paid for this. That's the only fucking silver lining. If I wasn't getting paid for this, I I wouldn't be doing it. So it's so. a legit it looks like a legit old school Game Boy game. It's not even a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy Color, it's just a Game Boy game. It's it's a Game Boy game. In fact Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a link of what it looks like later. But it, it's oh, I see I see it. I see it. It's stupid. Huh. It's really fucking dumb. It looks cute. Yeah, I mean, like, it looks cool. And the thing is, I've played other games recently that are Game Boy or Game Boy Color-esque, like Knights of Tartarus. Knights of Tartarus is a legitimately good game, and it reminds me a bit of, like, Dragon Quest. And while it's, it's, it's like a pseudo-RPG, but it's still very fucking good. The only, like, backdrop to it is, like, they recycle a lot of the same enemies and just do recolors, which is... Which is on brand for older games because you have like uh, memory space that you have to keep. And so they'll keep on using the same enemy animations but then just put a a palette swap on them. And be like, oh, this is just – you fought little bird. Here's fucking big bird. And that's how you fucking do it. In this game, it's not like that. What they'll do is that every single area that you're in – has one reoccurring enemy and you keep on fighting that one reoccurring enemy so when i had to save the village i kept on fighting these people who are like the dragon tooth clan and they are all thieves the art's really good but you just keep on fighting fucking thieves over and over again and then you go into the forest and all you're doing is fighting trolls and you fight nothing but trolls so like i just feel like this was a game that had they put in maybe another six months to a year. It could have been very, very well done, very well fleshed out. And the biggest, like, crowning achievement with this game is not necessarily the game itself, it's the engine that's being used. 
So there's, I don't remember what the name of the engine is right now, but it's very similar to how in RPG Maker, you're able to make your own RPGs and you can, people can pick them up and play them and whatever. Yeah. You can actually start selling your shit. This is just like that. There is a application where you can make your own GBA or GB style games and, you know, make something like Dragonborn or hopefully something better. The thing, here's my thing. This game should have been a Zelda-esque style game because there's a lot of things where you have to pick up key items and those key items allow you to expand or start searching more of the overworld. Like they were just showing something in that video where you have to build all the pieces to make a raft and that raft allows you to go search the ocean. And from there, you should be able to search the ocean, fight enemies in the overworld, so on and so forth. But they add right. this stupid fucking RPG element that's not even a real RPG because the only purpose that you have in doing the RPG side of things is to get money. But the, every single battle only gives you four coins. Every single battle. So it's like... So it never it, changes? Like, depending if you're, even if you're fighting a boss, you only get four coins in the end? I'm... I If I remember... See, that's the thing. Like, they didn't... I never fought a boss. It was like, mm. kill all the thieves in one area. Yay! Kill all the fucking trolls. Yay! It. That's it. There's no challenge check. And if you die, you don't restart. There's no, there's no incentive for you to go back and heal yourself or try to raise your skill level or whatever. Try to find better weapons because you could just go into a battle. If you die, you just come back. And the game continues. Like the save, the saving function only affects whether or not you turn the game off. But if I die after two hours, I can just continue my quest because all the enemies that I kill don't regenerate. And that's another thing. Like there's, there's no, there's no reoccurring battles or no random battles in the overworld. It's like, oh, you ran into an enemy. Here's this scenario. Do you yeah. want to use your sword? Because that's the only thing that you have right now. I'm, I'm fucking two hours into the game. I'm still using my fucking spear. There's like, there's nothing. So there's, it's, it's pretty much like it's a walking fetch quest simulator with occasional battles that don't fucking mean anything. So Lord of the Rings one. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Fellowship. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie though. This casing and the it's, it comes in an actual cartridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, everything about this, like, aesthetically is very pleasing you know i right. i think it would be cool to have fucking game boy games like an actual game boy cartridge that was of something that was made in modern times that's right up my fucking alley i am the fucking uh, marketable demographic for this but your game sucks so far i haven't found an incentive for me to continue so it is what it is there it is. See, I think the issue with a lot of these games when they... It's it's my biggest issue that I have with a lot of these games that when they try to go back and hit that nostalgia factor or recreate something on old hardware, it's like they get very limited. And I never understood why, which is why when like Mega Man 9 and 10 came out and they're like, we're reverting, we're reverting back to the uh, 8-bit area. And I'm like, why? Like, why are we going back to the Nintendo? Like, it's just... It's so limited. Like you limit Hold yourself. On. Like, are you talking about nine and ten? Nine and ten, yeah. Nine and ten. Not you eight. Nine, shut yeah. your mouth about nine is one of the best Mega Man games that ever came out. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, yeah, I know. I, know. I played all the no. Mega Man games. Mm -mm. Nine and yeah. ten are really fucking good, dude. Ten, ten really is ten is 
dip in quality. It's not as great as nine, but nine is really fucking good. Some of the yeah, best music in the Mega Man. Nope. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, that's fine. You can say no. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> fuck you. Like I'm telling the world, you're wrong. I'm right. That's all that matters. I'm like, just saying, dude. I remember playing it when I got it with the collection and stuff like that, and I'm just like, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. And I, but it's it's the biggest thing. It's like I always tell people all the time. I had a Nintendo growing up, but I didn't play a lot of the Nintendo games that were classics, including the Mega Man ones. Like, I didn't play the Mega Man ones till after I had played X. So, to me, X holds, like, such a standard that I hate when we have to revert back. Like, the Nintendo was good, but it wasn't that good, is, like, how I kind of always put it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a Super Nintendo guy. Wow. Like, I... Yeah. The problem is, you got to remember where the foundation comes from, though, man. Like... Without any the, of the any of that good shit, we wouldn't have the really good shit. True, true. But still, after Mega Man that, Eight, I'm glad they went back to it and did what they all did. I'm with saying, nine. All I'm saying is like right now, I'm I'm currently you know, like as you guys have been seeing is going through some Genesis games, and I'm like slowly leaning into like man, like the Genesis is now a contender to be like a system that I can put over the original Nintendo. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, so here, here's 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 my deal with that. I'm gonna fuck start yeah. throwing elbows in this fucking chat. Is what I'm gonna start doing. Is <laughs> like your entire mindset, Eddie, is very similar to the way that I feel about first and second generation video games. I fucking hate them. There's no reason to play the Atari. Like the Atari is fucking worthless. The Intellivision, like while it, it fill, fulfills a nostalgia itch for me or it's like it's moderately cool that's because i was poor and i had nothing else to play and i had already had my sega genesis at that point and i just needed something new to do you know what i mean so like i get what you're saying i wholeheartedly disagree with a lot of it because what you're some of the things that you're saying is very very hyperbolic but i get it i don't allowed to their own opinion but i get it regardless of how wrong said opinion is Right. Mega Man 7 is probably the best I mean visually and like Mega Man 7 is probably my favorite of the OG Mega Mans Uh, 7? okay 7 was the one on the Playstation wasn't it? no No. that was 8 7 is on the Super Nintendo and And you don't play Mega Man 8 on the fucking Playstation you play it on the Saturn but see, that's what I'm saying. Like even even like things like Mega Man Seven that was on the Super Nintendo. That w- that Mega Man Seven is a lot better than the other ones, and that's what I'm saying. So if you did Mega Man Seven and then you did make on the Super Nintendo and then you did Mega Man Eight on the PlayStation, then why the fuck did Nine and Ten go back to the Nintendo? Did you see it- how bad Eight did? Eight I did. Eight. eight was terrible. Eight was so bad. In in what regard though? Because the voice acting was shitty. Because no, in regard sell- of a video game, the video game itself is not good. I've played through it. I'm like, this is subpar Mega Man uh, play. I would play seven and eight a hundred times before I go back into the in any of the Nintendo ones. My my argument to that is that the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The level design in seven and eight, and I'm throwing seven out there as well because I don't. I think that the level design in seven is not that good. Eight is worse. By far, because eight is literally like you go into a fucking straight line, and sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, you can go into this corner, or you can do, you can you can make this left turn here." But the the level design in eight is very linear, whereas 
the older games were were just like you can you can fuck with the environment and you can fucking set fire to the fucking oil fields and you can fucking uh, well that's one of the reasons why Mega Man X was so cool too because it brought those elements back yeah and I mean like X is so X is on another level it's another 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 level. level I, I still maintain in certain aspects that NES or old school style Mega Man has better music with few exceptions. Ever since like fucking I hear Mega Man X or fucking what's that? What's Spark that Mandrill. Spark Mandrick or Spark Mandrill or fucking uh, Storm the Beagle? Beetle. Not Storm Beetle. Oh, Storm Beetle uh, is also good too though. There's not a Beetle. Oh, Boomer Kawanger. Yeah. Thank you. Like fucking the as whisper. a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is a kawanger?" <laughs> <laughs> the whisper did a really good fucking uh, cover of that song. By the way, there's uh, tons of arm arm cam arm cannons cover of that song is fucking great. Yeah, there's. I still think that Mega Man Two has some of the best music, especially out of the original ones. Mm-hmm. Like we still have Doctor Wily's like stage one theme as the main Mega Man theme, and that yes. came from Mega Man Two. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did we get here? What the fuck were we talking about? Like, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, we were talking about the the Dragonborn Game Boy game. Oh and I had asked, yeah, like, there why you go. We revert, and then like this is how we are here. I think my issue with with this whole thing is this, and, and maybe this maybe clarifies a little bit of the situation. As I mentioned before, I played, I didn't play a lot of these games on the original system until much much later in life. So, and it's the same thing with movies that I like. There was like two movies that I can point out that were like. When I watched them the first time, I was like, man, these movies are great. Oh, there's more? And I went back to them, and I was just like, well, there's a little rough to kind of watch. And this is what I mean. Mega Man, my first exposure to Mega Man was Mega Man X. Fucking great. Like, it was like, oh, this is amazing. And then there's like, oh, there's a shitload on Nintendo. And I'm like, what the hell is this crap? Like, I'm reverting from something good to go to the back. And so to me, I'm like, well, it feels clunky. It feels like a setback. Same thing happened with Castlevania. The first Castlevania that I ever played was Super Castlevania 4. Oh my God, this is fantastic. There's more on the Nintendo? Yeah, I don't know about these. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was the first movie that I saw. And I loved it. And then when I went to Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was like, this is a little rough to watch at first. Like, I really didn't get it. And the other one was Die Hard with a Vengeance. That was the first Die Hard movie that I saw. Before I saw one and two. And then one is good. Two is E. <laughs> well, the thing is, I went down the same path as you. My first Mega Man game was Mega Man X. And then I was like, I need more of this. Like, I just need more. I need more Mega Man. But I didn't go back to him until I was, like, later. When I was older. Mm-hmm. I went back and started playing the older ones. I was like, oh, these are fucking hard shit. These are different. Like, and I, I fell in love with that. I mean, it's also... The, when you bring that up, it makes a lot of sense because you don't like Dark Souls games. And that is... I'm not saying Mega Man was the first Dark Souls game, but Mega Man was fucking hard back in the day. Mega mm. Man's a hard fucking game. I like playing hard games like that and learning them, being like, oh, I fucking figured it out now. That's one of the reasons why I love the Soulsborne series, too. So it makes a lot of sense when you don't like the Soulsborne series that you have this opinion on the Mega Man series as well. I, I don't think that he's just pinning it on the Mega Man series. I think that this is more along the lines of um, 
my mindset of it is is that if I find something that's a little bit newer and I find out that there's older versions of said game, I'm the same way. I immediately was like, I have to play everything. If I find something that's dope as shit, and we'll use Mega Man as an example. If Mega Man X was my first game and I found out that there's NES versions of Mega Man or Castlevania Symphony of the Night was my fate was the first fucking Castlevania I've ever played, which potentially could be i think it was either that or donasaur was the ones i really started fucking playing a lot dabbled with super castlevania 4 and i go back to the nes versions of it and i was just like wow we uh we we uh we came a long way i'm still i still approach with the game on its own merit i'm just like okay this is the way that this game wants me to play it I have to play the game by its own terms. I understand the concept of like quality of life changes and those things are elements that are important as time goes on. But there is a level of nostalgia for a lot of people and the existing challenge of hardware limitations that yeah. appeal to a certain demographic. And it's okay if you're not in that demographic. I, for the most part, am you know because i'm i'm willing to to take that step and i'm i'm willing to you know say hey i beat this game i may have fucking cheesed my way through it because i'm a fucking shit but i still fucking did it whereas cory cory is the type of person that will play the same game over and over and over again where it's mm. just like for example pens or paladin that game for me <laughs> i, I feel like it's hard as shit you played that shit over and over and over again. I'm just like, bro, you I put 30 hours into it. <laughs> yeah. And like, you could beat that game in five and you just kept on fucking playing it. I'm not my mindset, but I mean, like we're, before, we're attracted to those type of games before we get off of that. Cause I will fucking forget. Did you guys, mm -hmm. I haven't, I didn't check out the demo when I had the chance, but that fucking steel assault game, that tribute games is working on. Yeah. That, that looks sick. That the music, music. it's captain commando. Mm -hmm. like, so it looks like, yeah. Yeah, it looks fantastic. So and even it's like he has like the little whip, right, with the lightning thing. It's just kind of yes. it's just like Captain Commando's thing. Yeah. We yes. can't play the music on the podcast, but you should go check it out on YouTube, The Steel Assault. I think they have like a five minutes of the demo. The yes. music is fucking stupid. Like it's that good. It's so yeah. good. And just to clarify, I have beaten Mega Man's one through eight. Once I got to nine, I said I'm good. Because I didn't want to revert back. To the uh, that's fair enough. I've I've made my judgments about you. I still value <laughs> you as a friend, but that's <laughs> fine. That's okay. I I don't I don't. It's not a big deal to me. It's fine, and it shouldn't be a big deal to anybody else. It's fine. Shut anyway, up, <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> you got lumped in, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. There we go. That's my week. That's how my week's been. Eddie, what have you been up to? You didn't talk about the tournament. We talked about the tournament. It was the icebreaker. Oh, we did. Yeah, that was the icebreaker. Duh. Duh. I'm paying attention, right? Don't make me name a podcast after you again. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I can't count for shit. Uh, it didn't even dawn on me that, that they didn't hear that. Like, they don't hear the countdown. So, like, they didn't get the joke on why Eddie can't count. <laughs> it I didn't dawn on me it didn't dawn on me until after the podcast posted i was like well whatever i'm not thinking uh, about here we are title. right here we are well we're not yep. done we're not done uh talking about bras and panties yet 
But um, my week started. Let's see. I beat Rocket Knight Adventures. Fucking oh, a, yeah. dude. Rocket Knight Adventures is a solid game on the Sega Genesis. Like a fucking really, really solid game. I had a it's really a good, good time playing with that one to the point where I was just like, man, I kind of want to speed run it. Like I kind of want to keep playing it in the background just to see how good I can get because I was able to get to like stage seven with like no deaths. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, if I can just do a personal best, like I'm good with that. The soundtrack, the gameplay, like how it looks is just a phenomenal phenomenal game and i was really super happy that i was finally able to beat it so and and it that game has like stuck out to me so much that like even when i'm at like just chilling and like watching something on my phone i'm now listening to the rock and night soundtrack because it's so fucking good oh like, it's, some, it's amazing it's an amazing game mm-hmm so that's how i that. was with ristar but ristar is not as a good a game as rocket night but the music's really good yeah, I gotta try uh, Ristar. Or is it Ristar or is it Ristar? I always it's pronounce Ristar. it as Ristar. I pronounce it's it as Ristar. It's any either way. It's a dead yeah. franchise, so it's a dead <laughs> franchise. But yeah, we we played that, and then we went into Sparkster, which I guess is like Rocket Knight Adventures Two. Yeah. So and uh, here's the thing: Rocket Knight Adventure didn't sell super well, and so Konami was just like, okay, well we. There are there is a demographic that wants another fucking Rocket Knight, but it didn't do as well. So we're gonna send our B team in and fucking develop that game. I haven't I've seen Sparkster. I haven't played Sparkster. Dude, the problem is like, look, you look at Rocket Knight Adventures and you see how it's going and how it looks and how it plays. Like everything about this game, I was having a great time killing like the war pigs, the space mm-hmm. pigs. Like there's even like a Gundam, like big mecha battle that you have. And I'm just yep. like, everything just kept getting better about this game. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And then you you fire up Sparkster 2 or Sparkster and you, you know it's not the same team. And the team got lazy and they're like, you just saw the success in Sonic the Hedgehog and said, fuck it, let's put the same type of, uh, type of aesthetic into this game and dumb down everything else, and now you have hot garbage. Like, it is a... From the intro, dude, and, like, the beginning of it, I was just like, nope. I'm like, I do not want anything to do with this game. I'm like, it looks terrible. It sounds terrible. Nothing's appealing about it anymore. Like, even the mechanics feel a little bit wonky. Like, they... The first one was just a two-button scheme, and then they try to do a three-button scheme, and it doesn't even work. You have random boosts that just, like, there's random boosts, and that's why I say that they saw the success with Sonic, is because you got random boosts that you just walk into and just shoot you somewhere, and you're like, what was the point of this? Where is this boost taking me? Why do I have this boost? You know, it's just like, and it's just to collect... I was upset. I was, like, extremely, extremely upset with it, and... uh yeah, no, Rocket Knight Adventures won for the for the win. Sparkster can go eat a dick. I hear that the Super Nintendo version is supposed to be better, but I'm a little salty and I don't know if I'm gonna want to play it anytime soon. It's it's not as good. Yeah. It's not. It's, uh th- there's actually four Rocket Knight games. So the first one being Rocket Knight Adventure, the second one, Sparkster and Sparkster 2. Both of them mm-hmm. are not great. And then they tried doing a remake, I believe, in 2013 or 2014 for the PlayStation 3. And yeah, that game is equally as terrible. That, oh, that game. It's like the remake of Bubsy that came out a few okay, years ago. But Bubsy has always been bad. Bubsy never had a fall from grace. It lived in the fucking dumpster. 
Go Don't on. Don't you deadpan me. <laughs> I'm deadpanning you all day. <laughs> I'm not going to go through this again. I've already gone through this in a previous episode. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Sparkster, Sparkster didn't have it for me. And then I got a little bit of heat, too, because I tried uh, Gunstar Heroes, and I was falling asleep. I don't like that game. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah but Gunstar Heroes, to me, was a, I found it a little bit boring. Um, even, like, the music and, like, the character design was kind of bleh. And so after a while, I was just like, and then like somebody, one of my, one of my viewers was just like, dude, just cheese the game and get the laser and, uh, and, you know, combine it with the, with the homing thing. And just, that's it. You don't have to do anything. It's like OP. And I'm like, this just, no, I was like, no, I'm good. And I couldn't even beat like the second stage. I think is what it was or the first stage it might've been honestly. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. So we, uh, we switched on over. We're going to do the, um. I started playing Gunstar Shinobi. Heroes is is overrated in my in my eyes. Yeah, really? I, I I felt the same way. I didn't really like. Honestly, like it. I was like, I didn't get the hype over it. Like, even the people were just like, "Dude, it's like one of my top fives. and I'm like, "Cool, yeah, not for me." Like, like I saw you play an Alien Soldier. I was wondering how long Alien it was going to take for you to fucking get it, pissed it, off. No, Alien Soldier is one of those games that I legit want to give a chance to. It's just not going to be happening anytime soon yet. I like after after Rocket Knight and Gunstar. I basically started just playing a bunch of random games to see what series we were gonna play with next. Mm-hmm. And I think we're uh, we're gonna settle with uh, Shinobi. We're gonna do the okay. Shinobi, yeah, the Shinobi run. But yeah, that was that was that. I had the tournament on Saturday, which was great. Like you know, thank you guys again for inviting me into it, and we hosted it and all that stuff too. So it was fun because it's like it was my first time actually. What they call the FGC Fighting Game Circle is that what they called it? Fighting game and, community, um, but yes, community, yeah, yeah, there it is. And so, yeah, it was it was really great to me. I thought it was like really fun. I had a blast and just chopping it up with people. Sunday was Valentine's Day, and I wanted to do uh, a cheesy stream where like I was on a boat and I had a captain's hat and everything and whatnot for all like You're the playing. single people. Yeah, for all the single people, we're gonna play like Senron games and shit. But the internet said, "Fuck you! You're gonna be alone today." And I said, "All right, fuck you too." So we just I went over to a friend's uh, channel and we were playing like Cards Against Humanity because like, apparently you can play Cards Against Humanity online. Yes. And like, yeah, and like Jackbox party games and shit like that. And we were all drinking and having a good time. So that was that. Um, isn't there so yeah. isn't there some controversy controversy with the creator of uh, Cards Against Humanity like being a complete and utter shit bag or something like that? To I the don't point think where people so. were like, I'm not playing this game anymore. So. I could have swore I saw a news article about that not too long ago. Yeah, I don't. It's the first time I hear about that one. I did not know you could play that online. I know you can play Uno online, and I'm seeing some fucking hype ass Uno streams. I saw I watched yeah. T Pain playing Uno one night. Bro, <laughs> shit. bro, bro! Fucking team, team Uno is the most toxic fucking shit. Yeah, it's gonna be on our Friday. We're gonna do it on a Friday stream one time soon. Yeah, very soon. Go. It's super fucking. Crazy. I've got I lots of ideas it. for that fucking Friday stream. We just got to make sure yeah. people get in there. So hell yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, no, that that was pretty much it as far as my week goes. Uh, I didn't like really do much. It was just Rocket Knight Adventures was the one that took up most of my time. And like I said, I like I I got that game down to a T. The final boss, like I I just think the thing about that game was that like there was never a dull moment. It's like every time you thought it was done, even like the final boss, like like it's like phase one. Phase two, phase three, and then you're just like, oh my god, it's finally here. I'm leaving. It's so like you're, we're going down to back home or whatever, and it's just like, nah, he still ain't letting you go, and you're just like, 
Really? Like, this is just one of those movies where the character, the boss, like, the nemesis of the freaking thing is never ending. And you I'm just should like, fucking watch Gurren Lagann. <laughs> I'm like, dude. But yeah, that, 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 that was basically my week, just focusing on the Sega Genesis stuff and Rocket Knight Adventures. And aside from that, I did pick up uh, a couple of things. One was, I know, planned. The other two were very, like, impulse things. But I did get my copy of Galgun. <laughs> Returns. Oh, my God. For the Switch. That's what I'm saying. So I know what I'll be playing. Not uppers. Galgun is what I'll be playing. Uppers uh, is better. <laughs> bras and panties, guys. And then uh, apparently Trials of Mana was on sale for like 30 bucks. So I got that. Okay. Yeah, Trials Chris, of Mana. Chris, you want to talk about that? <laughs> uh, Eddie, do you want to hear about it? I mean, yeah, I mean, tell I mean me he already bought it. it. He's going to play it. So I mean, yeah, it's it's there. And it's like just because I have the collection of Mana and I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'll get Trials of Mana and we'll see what's up. <laughs> Red Jaguar is already in chat laughing. <laughs> so um, Trials of Mana is a the nicest way that i can put it is that it is a baby's first rpg one. oh sweet my kind of rpg and two we already um, played the baby's first one the baby's first one is mario rpg <laughs> that, that's a super baby one i mean i would go as as far as go with like final fantasy what what is it called like final fantasy explorer or final fantasy chronicles no Crystal chronicles no, it's for the Super Nintendo. Thirteen Mystic Quest. Mystic Quest. It's oh, Mystic, Mystic Quest. Quest. Yeah, that, that's the, the, that's G, the, the Game Boy game. Yeah, but Trials of Mana. Trials of Mana is like still twenty five dollars. Which one, Mystic Quest? Myst- Mystic Quest. Yeah. The fuck out of here! I was looking it up because I was checking something on Mercari one night, looking for an SP because I was modding SPs, and they were like, "Oh, it's this much." And then you also get a copy of Mystic Quest, and I was like, "How much is this Gross. fucking Mystic Quest?" And it was like twenty dollars. I was like, "What?" Gross. Gross. Fuck. No. Um, uh, I think that's Mystic Quest. Hold on. Trials of Mana has very expressive voice acting for their younger characters. I'm going to just okay. put it like that. There's a demographic of, t- of people that probably enjoy those type of games and those type of characters, and I am not one of them. So I stopped playing that. I'm going to play the original. I'm going to go back and play fucking Secret of Mana 2, which is what Trials of Mana is based off of. So. Wait, Mystic Quest is on Super Nintendo. What the fuck is the one on the Game Boy? Adventures. Oh, Final Fantasy Adventures. Final Fantasy yeah. Adventures. Yeah. Is uh, well, Mystic Quest and then, is still and then and then Final Fantasy Legend. So I think it's I think it's Final Fantasy Legend and then Final Fantasy Adventure one and two. Yeah, Adventure is like twenty eight dollars. Oh wow. Uh, Mystic Mystic Quest is still holding fifteen at loose. That's a, that's about where it's at. Yeah, because I got I got the collection of mana here, and that has Final Fantasy Adventure, which is supposedly I guess the the first one of the mana mm-hmm. series. Yeah, and then you got Secret of Mana, and then Trials of Mana, and Trials of Mana. This one right here is a remake of this Trials of Mana, right? Yes, got it. The collection's better, I believe. The collection's a better deal to have than the remake of Trials. I've been I've just heard bad things about Trials. I mean that. The- it, it, not, it'll probably become my favorite RPG of the year. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Let's just go. You never know. Um, and then and then I had an impulse by last night. Um, I, I, was lo- I was watching a lot of uh, midnight videos, and this one came up where the song's called River of Darkness. And Wait, are you had... talking about the band The Midnight? Yeah, The Midnight. Okay. Yeah, the band The Midnight, and they, had a, they have a song called The River of Darkness, and somebody made a video edit of that song 
with Ryan Gosling's character from Driver, the movie. Okay. And yeah, I was I know. just like, and, and so I was just like, uh, I was like, man, like the nostalgia feeling of like, or just like the 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 home feels of like L.A. and cruising in L.A. at night and listening to music like that. And I was just like, man, like I really miss like L.A. and like la da da da. And apparently, I impulse bought Drive. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's so I was like, all right, cool. I was yeah, like, I didn't own it, fine, and I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. I got the digital version and all that shit too. So, yeah, that movie's yeah. fantastic. I got a. Uh, there's a really nice. I, I'm I'm a sucker for like Best Buy steel books of older movies. Snatch mm-hmm. has a steel book from. Uh, I have that bucks. Yeah, I'm a sucker for those. Uh, but there's one of Drive. I haven't watched Drive in a long time. I need to rewatch it. It's very very good. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, and so when it came up, uh, when it came up there, I even remember like in Animal Crossing, I had made my character have like the same like scorpion jacket that he had. Uh, the and elevator scene's like, phenomenal. Yeah, so I had that. I had that, and and yeah, that, that's that was basically my week. My week was just uh, rocking night adventures, uh, buying apparently shitty RPGs, and. <laughs> Feeling the LA vibes. They're not shitty RPGs. (laughs) They're not shitty RPGs. The collection is good. The collection is actually like a steal. Like it's it's really fucking good. Well, the collection I had bought before, I bought it. I want to say the collection was Black Friday. Yeah, I got mine from Best Buy. Twenty. Yeah, for like twenty or twenty five bucks. I got one for Chris too. So yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope. Corey, what have you been up to? bunch of fucking chicanery that's my new favorite word that i forgot that i loved hold on let me pull up my fucking list the first thing not shenanigans chicanery what should where's where's that come from uh, Who, what 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 comic did you get lift that one off? no that's just from growing up in memphis so okay <laughs> i wanted to announce that today uh limited run just uh announced that bloodstained curse of the moon 2 is getting a physical release Hey-o. So there is a $30 uh, Switch and PS4 version, and then there's this awesome Collector's Edition that you can get that comes with, it's 60 bucks, and you get a really nice... That art is gorgeous, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, so you get this super awesome box, like an actual like box that the game goes into. You get a, a Nintendo-style dust sleeve, but instead of it saying like old-school Nintendo, black and red, it says limited run on it. And nice. they also made sure that you're any if you have a PS4 or a Switch version, that your game case will fit into the dust sleeve. So you can put it in the dust sleeve, which is really cool. And then you also get an 18 by 24 poster, which if you look at the box that it comes in, that is totally Castlevania, like homage art is what that is. Yeah, and absolutely. Then you, you get an 18 by 24 poster of it, which is reversible if you want the other side. But let's be honest, that side's good. But the other side is much better and then you get a physical soundtrack of of Mm -hmm. the game for 60 bucks and i believe this goes this is available for pre-order on february 26th so how much is it Uh, 60 uh, bucks 60 60 bucks for this version 30 bucks for just a regular uh physical release so that alternate art's really good i missed the first curse of the moon when they did this and i'm very upset about it see and that's the thing about limited run that i will say it really for sixty dollars. I'm willing to fork over the sixty dollars just because their physical editions and what it comes with just is they always do a phenomenal job with it. Yeah, and, and they like, pay the people so well. They pay the developers yeah. that they do the games of very very well. So yeah, it's upsetting because Nintendo kind of tried do. Don't fall over now. Fuck. 
Nintendo kind of did the same thing with the Fire Emblem, the first one, the 30-year ones, to those uh, oh, on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the radio, on the Spotify. Mm-hmm. If you guys know, I'm holding up the Fire Emblem 30 years. And I like everything that it came with. Like, it even comes with the little sleeve and stuff like that for the cartridge. It comes with a glass cartridge for, like, you to display and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it didn't give me a physical copy of the game. It's just a digital code. That's weird, And I'm yeah. like, how the fuck did you guys fuck this up, Nintendo? Like. Besides it, that, everything's great about it except for a physical edition. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hashtag forever physical. And uh, I saw this. This is the first thing I saw when I got on the computer this morning. And I was just like, well, because the first thing I saw, I was like, oh, cool. They just had the regular just Switch version and PS4 version. So I retweeted it. Limited run retweeted my shit. And I was like, cool. And then not five minutes later, they come up with this. So I read, I tweet at them. I'm like, look, I don't get to give you my best gifts when you don't show all the best stuff yet. All right? Because, <laughs> like, this was much better than the last one. So... <laughs> I am. Oh, uh, it, go ahead. To, to clarify, Red Jaguar and Drummer. It, I'm not saying that it isn't a good thing. It's not a good collector's item for like a fan. It's just I really wish they would have had included a physical copy of the game. Yeah, and not just, just like a, a cart. code. Everything that it came with it was great. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it looked awesome. And I still got to take photographs and like showcase it on on the Instagram. But it just I was expect. I knew it didn't, and I was just like when I bought it, I was just like this should really have a physical copy. Right. In it, like it just it should have had it. I but, feel you. That's understandable. Yeah. But and I'm very excited for this one. You mentioned that Limited Run retweeted your your tweet. I spam. I tweeted at spam over the weekend. Oh yeah, you also tweeted yeah. at Cox. So I thought that was the story you're going to bring up. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's a, I'm, I'm tired of Cox, dude. I'm tired of Cox. I think we should all three just make it a daily thing where we just shit on Cox on Twitter every day. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. it. I'm doing it, it, it right it's now. Not, it's not, it's and not he has to initiate like, the tweet though, so we can retweet it. It's like it's so crazy, dude. But like, because uh, uh, one of my buddies too, J Rock, was having uh, issues with Verizon, and he mm. was like having like terrible uploads and download speeds. And I'm like, I see your Verizon and raise you my cocks, <laughs> just because like everybody was just having shitty internet. But I was really excited that Spam liked and I. Uh, my post and my comment about their breakfast of champions. It's one step closer to getting that sponsorship. There you go. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's it's funny. The, the cock stuff reminds me if we start doing that, it reminds me. So everyone's aware of what tiger King is. I'm assuming that if you, you probably haven't, I mean, I haven't watched it, but I know what it is. It was a fucking phenomenon for a long time. And the uh, Netflix show. Yeah. 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 The thing I didn't know about that until a couple months ago is that guy, the actual tiger King, he had like a daily radio show where he was just like, "Welcome to episode 352 of Carol Baskin is a bitch," and, <laughs> and I was just like, "What? Like that guy's in jail? He he's a piece of shit. Like that guy, the Tiger King guy, is a piece of garbage. But he didn't murder that man. Like that's not what happened. Like he's a piece of shit for every other thing. But oh, uh, it's." I, I want to watch Tiger King, but I know there's mistreatment of, like, animals in it, and I don't want to see that shit, because this is, like, redneck fucking soap opera shit. This is, like, Duck Dynasty on fucking steroids, man, and it is amazing. So, anyway, welcome to my TED Talk, where I talk about Netflix series a year after they came out, so. <laughs> <laughs> But, anyway, that was the first thing that I saw today. 
other things on my list that I have. I don't have a whole lot. Uh, we did our Pokemon Soul Lock. We did that on... I believe that's what it's called, is Soul Lock. Instead of me saying Pokemon Soul Silver Nuzlocke Challenge. It's a Soul Lock okay. Challenge. But we did that. Unfortunately, we lost our Poliwag, which was uh, Connor. He had to take a fucking focus. It was a shitty move, too, because this fucking <laughs> uh, Chuck's Polyrath got a hypnosis off and then immediately used Focus Punch. And I'm just like, Ooh. oh, yeah, that's an insta-KO. Like, there's no way I can do anything Ooh. against that. Yeah. It was the like, I, even, I used an awakening. But the thing is, I didn't hit him. So the Focus Punch hit. So, yeah. But other than that, that was the only fatality. Her- like, all the other Pokemon are doing very, very well. Connor so immediately starts researching where else I could find a Poliwag and a Poliwhirl. Because <laughs> I was really wanting a Politoed. Like, the way that I have my ROM, it's technically a randomizer. Because I have mm-hmm. changed all of the Pokemon that would evolve by trading or by trading with an item that they would either tra- uh, evolve at a certain level or they're going to evolve if they're holding the item they would normally hold to be traded with. So I'm able to get all the evolutions in this game. It's and the only, reason I'm, the only reason I'm doing that is because of the emulation. Like, if I had a... If I had a $500 capture device, then I would fucking, you know, do it the legit way. But no, man, Pokemon still pulls in the numbers. So we're going to be doing Pokemon. I got people like, hey, are you doing are you doing all gens in order? Like, when are you starting the next one? And I'm just like, fuck, like, <laughs> I don't want to do them back yeah. to back to back. But yeah, no, po- po- Pokemon for sure draws uh, the, the numbers and the viewers. It's a whole fan base for it. I remember when I did my my Nuzlocke, the first one. And then after I got like a total party knockout. And I was like, well, guess I'm done. And they're like, you're, you're not going to start no. it again? You restart. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. They're like, no, like, but you but you have to. And I was like, nah, I don't have Chris, to. Chris, <laughs> I'm tired of this juggalo poser you keep bringing into these fucking... <laughs> I, I remember when that happened. I do, too. I was watching. I remember the day that that shit happened. I'm just like, okay, okay, yeah. I respect it. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't have to. Like, I don't need to. I'm good. Nah, man. Pokemon. I mean, there, there is, there is, uh, there is um, talks about doing a randomizer, but like I said, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I'm really having fun with the Sega Genesis right now. Um, I would do a randomizer. I like, yeah, like random. We'll see. Well, the thing is, like, I'm at the point now where, because so I streamed that on Saturday. I went from 12 to 4, and then we had the tournament at 6, and I was like, man, I just wanted to stream Pokemon all day, because when I was done and after the tournament was done, I was like, fuck, I just want to play Pokemon, but I can't not stream a Nuzlocke. Like, I gotta, like, be there with it. But no, that's a good thing. If you go to, if you're like, I want to play this game really, really bad, but you're like, I gotta hold off on it, it makes it even better when you are able to play it. So, I've also been thinking about, because, like, Gen 2 is, like, the gen I know, so, like, I'm, like, kind of, like, it's not as exciting because I'm able to prepare for things. Except mm-hmm. for fucking some things. So, I'm really curious on, like, just, a, like, a complete randomizer where you're just, like, I don't know what the fuck's going I could get fucked in the beginning. I could get, like, a fucking Magikarp in the beginning and then i just fucking die. Like, <laughs> like if you if you get that as your starting Pokemon, it's it. Like, you can't win yeah. anything. So, That's I don't true. know. Also, too, well, it, it also is how deep do you want to go with the randomizer? Do you want random Pokemon? And then you then do you want them to have completely randomized moves? Like, you're, which I think I might go with that. Just to be like, oh, this, I got a Wooper that fucking learned Leaf uh, Storm. I'm just like, what? All right, let's do it. <laughs> like, just go with it. So, I don't know. Uh, because I would like to do ROM hacks, but there's a weirdness with ROM hacks and streaming. 
because technically Nintendo's on a warpath. So if Nintendo goes through looking at people's streams, they're going to be like, where the fuck did you get this ROM? And then they're just going to fuck everything over. So uh, you have to be careful when you're streaming the ROM hacks. Just say that you ripped your own cartridge. Yeah, I made this. Like, this is mine. <laughs> I own this game. I have well, it right yeah, here. Like, I mean, I could probably just buy it. Right, like, ROMs though, aren't like, expensive. If you, were to do, if you were to do something like that, right, isn't that their, like, middle ground or, like, that weird thing that they have where it's messing with their intellectual property? Is that what it is? Like, you can't alter I or... Guess. Yeah. So, Nintendo didn't come my, up with a statement. Capcom did. <laughs> my understanding of the intellectual property laws is that you cannot modify their own ip and then resell it but what the the biggest issue that they're coming down with these with these uh laws is not necessarily falling under ip law but copyright law so you cannot hold ownership of the rom without paying nintendo for that product which kind of like opens up the the gray area when you start looking at secondhand resellers you know like i bought this Got shit it. on ebay but I think what it ultimately has to come down to is that Nintendo had to have been paid for the product at one point, ultimately. Like, that's why the whole, like, use games business bullshit exists, you know? Otherwise, mm-hmm. if we were all just buying licenses for all the games, then we wouldn't have, like, all this shit that we... Fuck you, no one's touching F-Zero, right it's mine! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna fuck it up! So I'd rather but, it die. I'd rather it die what it is now than become a piece of shit. <laughs> but in terms of like ROM hacks and doing stupid shit to the fucking code of the game, as long as you're not reselling it, I don't really see it as an as issue. an issue. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm. I mean, Connor's been playing Bolt White. I think he's been playing. It's some Bolt kind of ROM. White. I think it's Bolt a ROM White. hack of Gen Four. I think is what okay. it is. Whichever okay. Gen had Victini in it. That might be five. Five. So he's playing. I think it's five. a black. I think it's a black and white, uh, like ROM hack. He said that's what he's been playing, and it's. He said it's been kicking his fucking ass. So <laughs> hell yeah. But, okay. No, Pokemon bringing the numbers. People like that shit. They like to have Pokemon named after them. So I'm. I'm a Pokemon channel now. I will be. I'm looking for <laughs> Nintendo. I'm looking for my review copy of Pokemon Snap Two. So you can send that to me. <laughs> And I will let my seven people that watch me watch me play it. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, other than that, me and Scotty and uh, Eddie played uh, the beat 'em up bundle, Capcom beat 'em up bundle on Friday, and hey, we played Monday. through we played through Battle Circuit, we played through Knights of the Round, we played through uh, Armored. What was Core? the? No, it's not Armored Core. It's Armored Assault, Armor... maybe something like that. Armor Warriors. I think that's what it was. Maybe. I don't know. It's the one where you're in mechs and you like pick up enemy like pe- they enemies blow off like pieces of their arms and stuff and you can pick them up and like con- like put them on your mech and all that shit. So, it's pretty fun. I thought we played a fourth one too. But maybe yeah, we only Captain did Commando. The- oh yeah, we played Captain Commando. Yeah. And uh, apparently I walked away to go take a piss or something and they beat the game. So <laughs> I was li- we, we were get- literally right there at the last one and I didn't know where we were. So I was just like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then I came back and they were like, we beat the game. Like, oh, like we're done. Shit. But we Fuck. didn't get the real ending because we, we didn't, didn't get the get- real ending. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. And, and, uh, ca- go ahead. And Corey wasn't a fan of my Arnold Schwarzenegger voice in uh, Armored Warriors. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's just everyone does the Will Saslow version. with like that, like like that's not how he really talks. <laughs> well, how does he talk then? 
I mean, he's much more like he's. I mean, we talk about it like he's from the movies, but like if you ever just watched him talk, he's very just like he's still got the like that, but it's very like <laughs> it's very just like chill. He's just like la, 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 like that. <laughs> so, so we did the beat 'em ups. We did yep. beat 'em ups, which was fun. We were gonna do fight and rage, but by the time we were done f- playing all of those, it was like one in the morning, my time. So like <laughs> we were like, we gotta wrap this shit up. The whole thing was we were going to play, and we're going to play that this week because my copy, well, going into what I'm going to talk about next, but my copy of Super Mario 3D World was supposed to be delivered today. But uh, I believe we're all going to have that, you, me, Scotty, and Eddie. We're all going to have that by this Friday, so we're going to play that. That should be fun because we can fuck each other over in it. So. Oh, my God. You, the, the fucking over is real in that fucking game. Yes. And I'm calling it right now. I'm Toad. I don't care. I, I like to play hard mode. So I do Toad. Fine. I'm I'm gonna be Mario. You'll do you have Mario. a Toad hat though? That is the question. Uh, I'll order one. There I'll expedite <laughs> shipping. I'll pay extra shipping. I'll pay more than what the hat's worth to get it here before Friday. Wait, so we gotta wear hats? What character am I being fucking shilled to? You better find a fucking crown. You, <laughs> you beautiful bitch. <laughs> I'll be Peach. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, you're gonna play uh, easy mode? That's easy yeah, mode. Scotty is uh Scotty's Luigi. I have the Mario hat. I mean he's got he's gonna get a toad hat, so yeah, you're you're I mean, I princess. currently have a Mario and a Wario hat, but I don't have a toad hat. And I know they Fuck. exist, because I've seen them. So I will get a toad hat. The problem okay. is that's gonna be blue head toad. It's not regular toad. So I'm fucked. Good. That's true. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so the last thing I wanted to bring up, because it's something that is avidly happening right now, is for people that don't know, I live in the south. I live in northeastern okay. Arkansas. We don't really get snow. Ever. Like, we just get ice and rain and water and all that shit. Over the last 24 hours, we have gotten 8 inches of snow, and we are projected 8 to 10 more inches on Wednesday. Yep. And we don't know what the fuck to do. So... <laughs> Like yeah, I, I went to be- Snowmageddon. I mean, Texas is sh- like in a state of emergency. Like Joe Biden yeah. has like accepted it. He's like, yeah, they're fucked. You guys gotta help them. Like they're fucked up. Down well, they there. lost. There was like a pl- uh, a bunch of places out in Texas that lost power. And, yeah, like, fucking just- boxer. Oh, yeah. Fucking boxer hasn't yeah. had power all fucking day. Yeah. Fucking final boss out in Missouri. He was just like, it's negative nine. I have yeah. no idea what to do with myself. I'm a fucking tropical motherfucker. Yeah. That's I why he was streaming today. <laughs> and I, bro, I can't, Dude, we have employees in Austin that I was like, Hey, I was on a meeting today and I was like, Hey, is this person joining? They're like, they don't have it, it, power right now. So we're going to cancel this meeting. <laughs> and I was like, sweet. Wow. Yeah. Like Austin is fucking, it's like, as we, me and my wife went out there. It's like, it's nice snow. It's fucking beautiful. Like it's really, really nice. It's not, it's not wet enough to be able to like have a proper like it's very dry snow. Mm-hmm. But uh the problem is it's just like we live in the country. Like the main road, which is like two, are like cleared off so you can drive on them. Not fast, but all the side roads, like my wife, she said this morning it took her it usually takes her like 10 minutes to get to work. It took her 25 minutes to get to work this morning and she could only go 30. And we live, you have to go down this huge winding hill to go into town. So it's, I mean, I ain't got to go nowhere. Classes are getting canceled. I work from home. Like this shit's great. 
I let my cats go out on the front porch, and like one of them walked out and said "fuck you" and walked back in the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, See, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Because like I'm I'm over here, I'm hearing it, and it's it's happening on both sides of the country, right? It's people in Portland. I have friends in Portland that are saying like they can't even go grocery shopping, they can't even have food delivered, like because of the snow out there. It's crazy. You got the people in the East Coast and like the Mid East and all that stuff, like from Chicago to you know. Uh, where you're at, Arkansas, right? Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm over here, like, mine's is like high 68. Yeah, in Nevada. You got like, grilling. I'm ready, I'm ready to fire up weather. the grill. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, you know, I fired up the grill last night when it was snowing. Like, it was great. So that was the thing. The snow last night was perfect because the wind wasn't blowing. So like my patio and all that shit was like clean. Like I could walk out into the snow if I wanted to, but I could walk back, just sit down on my cooler and like, you know, wait for my steaks to get done cooking. When I woke up this morning, the wind had blown all that shit up against my porch. So like I can't walk outside without going into the snow now. And I'm just like, and my office is separate from the house. Like I have to walk outside to walk into the this office. And I feel so bad for my window unit. My window unit is an air conditioner and a heater. I turned it on this morning. I'm pretty sure it did not turn off until I turned it off for this podcast. So that little thing is fucking trucking. We went out in the snow earlier and like we played around in it a little bit and it was it's fine. But like and then my wife goes cuz today's Monday and I'm like, "Cool. The first day that goes above freezing is Thursday." And that's 34. Like that's the Jeez. high for that day. And uh, and then my wife goes, yeah, we're supposed to get like eight to ten more inches on Wednesday. I was like, we're fucked. Like we're cool. like we're we're fucked. <laughs> cool. I I'm not going to classes all week. Like we have virtual class tomorrow, but I go to cooking school, so like the the lecture is going to be thirty minutes, <laughs> and I don't have to have a camera on. Like I'll be logged into the class. I'll have my headphones on, but I'm going to be doing other shit. Hell so, yeah. So like, but other than that, fucking snowmageddon is happening right now. I didn't really get any pickups this week. My only pickup would have... I picked up... Uh, I bought the the Majora's Mask Amiibo. Apparently, that thing Ooh. has gone up to like 30 fucking dollars. But I really wanted it. I got it off of Mercari for like 30 bucks. It wasn't too bad. Because I wanted I want to accompany, accompany my Majora's Mask statue with that Amiibo like right by it. I would like to have... If I was able to pick up like Majora's Mask, like the Fierce Deity Link uh, statue... Yeah. I would have, like, I like in my glass cases each shelf to be a theme. So, like, I have a Monster Hunter uh, shelf. I have a Mega Man shelf. I have a Doom shelf. Like, I have different kind of shelves, and I would like to have a Majora's Mask shelf with that figure. I have a Shovel Knife shelf, too, because of all the fucking expensive-ass figures I buy all the time. So There you go. But uh, that's really the only pickup I got. 3D World still hasn't come in yet, so yeah, can't really go anywhere. I'm getting my copy of 3D World on Wednesday. That's when I'm my, getting mine. So we'll have mine was supposed to show up today, but today is also a holiday that I forgot, and the weather's been shitty. So I'm hoping it shows up tomorrow because I got it from GameStop where I got the two posters with it. And uh, I mean, worst comes to worst, if the posters don't show up, I'll just go down to GameStop and be like, "Hey, give me my posters. I pre-ordered yeah. the shit." <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So uh, welcome to the news, everybody. This is where we talk about. Uh, the most riveting game stories that we have going on right now. So the first story that we have is uh, the Stadia port of Terraria is canceled after co-creator is locked out of Google accounts. Wow. It's unfor- yeah. 
It's unfortunately not a super uncommon issue for people to be randomly locked out of uh, Google accounts, and in many cases, the recovery process is full, of, is full of a lot of frustrating waiting. That's what happened to the co-creator of Terraria, and as a result, the game's upcoming port to Google Stadia was canceled entirely. The imminent arrival of Terraria was first spotted last week at, as the game passed through Peggy, but it was never officially announced. Presumably, the launch was set to include to be included in one of Google's upcoming "quote unquote" this week on Stadia posts. Whatever the case, that's not no longer going to happen. A- Andrew Spinks, the co-creator of Terraria, announced the decision on Twitter to start off the week. He explains that his personal Google account has been locked for about three weeks now, leaving Spinks unable to access his Gmail account of 15 years. Thousands of dollars in Google Play app slash movie purchases and his Google Drive data. The trouble started with YouTube when the Terraria YouTube channel was locked. Spinks claimed that he has done, uh, quote, quote, nothing to violate Google's terms of service, leading to the decision to pull Terraria from Stadia entirely. The project has been canceled and Spinks further says that his company will no longer support any of Google's platforms going forward, saying that doing business with Google is a liability. Yeah, fuck the fo- Yeah. <laughs> uh, the folks over at Stadia Source got in touch with the studio behind Terraria to get a bit more context on the situation, as well as to confirm the co-creator's tweets. In the lengthy statement below, the studio confirms that the Stadia port of Terraria, as well as future projects from the company, will not be launching on the Google platforms, but the current version of the game available on Android is not going to be pulled. Android slash Google Play versions of Terraria will not be affected, Punishing existing customers who paid for our game on these platforms is not what we're about, uh, quoting Spinks. To be clear, there should be no impact whatsoever to Terraria on Google platforms, both existing slash purchase games as well as ongoing store availability. The comments around future availability of ReLogic games on Google platforms is in regards to anything not currently available. This is inclusive of any future versions of Terraria, such as Stadia, as well as any other games that our studio will develop in the future. The impacts here are not isolated to Mr. Spink's personal affairs, apps, etc. Though to be clear, those are many and sub- many and substantial as well. Owing to the early days of the company, when Mr. Spinks was the sole employee of the company, there are quite a few legacy connections to the Demilogic account that have been severed. This is inclusive of the ReLogic YouTube account, many important documents stored on Drive, and much more. The impact is material in nature, and this has been made clear to Google repetitively. So the timeline of events are DemiLogic account receives a notice from YouTube alleging a violation in mid-late January. This was quite a bit confusing to them. Uh, They uh, quote, we have not uploaded in three months. No one in our massive fan base or subscribers noticed any new content uploaded at all, much less anything offensive. And additionally, the uh, initial correspondent from YouTube on this matter were clear that it was not a major issue. Quote, we know that you may not have realized this uh, was a violation of our policies, so we are not applying a strike to your channel. We have removed the content. End quote. No action or response was requested or suggested in this email. Since that time, through our efforts on Twitter with the support team at YouTube, we have been informed that our ReLogic YouTube channel is clean and has no issues. To date, we have not been informed of any real details behind the actual transgression that is alleged. Three days later, the entire DemiLogic account, inclusive of Gmail, Google Play apps, Drive, and all other Google services, is disabled. 
Multiple appeals through the standard channels are met with an automated rejection absent of any further information. Many avenues were attempted with Google in private to resolve this matter, well beyond what uh, people may have uh, observed on Twitter a few weeks ago. Information has been sparse and difficult to obtain, even with us being a long-standing partner. Even in the face of strong evidence that this is a mistaken action, evidence that has been in hand for nearly two weeks now, this remains unsolved. This is not a position that we take gladly or lightly. Google has been a longtime partner, but the inability to resolve this for us, a supposedly valued partner, within a time nearly spanning a month is not acceptable. Additionally, we are aware of many other incidents in a similar vein with a repeating pattern of ban out of the blue with no information as to reason and no recourse. This has happened to countless individuals as well as developers for Android and, and beyond. We hope that our situation serves as both a cautionary tale for others as well as a vehicle shining a bright spotlight on the issue as a whole. Perhaps some meaningful change on the customer service front will take place with Google within Google as a result. It is sorely needed. And for those within Google that did their best to assist to no avail, we are appreciative of your efforts. It is a real shame that it has come to this point. The way I was reading that was basically as Demilogic was telling everyone what happened in the timeline. I don't yes. want people to be like, Scrubverse fucked up. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is... So the response shit is pretty av- uh, pretty timely with the cock shit and all that other stuff we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But for this to just happen out of the blue to a supposedly valued partner, Google just like fucked themselves over. There's, I just feel like Google is losing control and like loosing the reins over everything that's going on with Stadia. I mean, I believe that I wrote, I, I personally wrote the article last week, even though I wasn't there for last week, detailing everything that was going on with Google Stadia and them, you know, essentially letting go of their first party developer team. It, it's, it's just one thing after another. I won't be surprised if we start seeing more things like this happen where not necessarily that Google directly interferes with the livelihood or the development of certain games that are supposed to go on their platform, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, oh, one of our developers got fucked over. Well, screw it. We don't really care because they're not That's making so money f- off of it. That's so fucking shitty, though, for someone like they they said that terraria has been like no problems with google whatsoever and then just three weeks ago oh we disabled everything without any like reason why or any kind of meeting or any kind of email or something like that that's just like that's just shitty business practices man i mean this is a major reason why there's so much advocacy for alternative cloud services like what google office because like what's out there there's there's Google, there's Amazon, there's Microsoft, Apple. Uh, my, there's Apple. So with Google, they're a liability to work with. With Amazon, their customer support is also very hit and miss. They have policy that they implement without really telling you anything. Microsoft is just fucking expensive. Right now, Microsoft probably has the best infrastructure for cloud-based servers and shit like that, but right. they're fucking expensive. Like they're fucking expensive and that's it that's that's really all that people have and it's kind of like this is what a lot of people are saying about the media as a whole where there's these platforms 
that have no competition essentially and they can do whatever they want and in the tech world because there's not really a lot of antitrust laws or antitrust legislature protecting the the little guy so to say they can just go in and do whatever the fuck they want like this like where is the incentive for google to actually go and do something about this they they don't have that you know what i mean yeah yeah, and like there's what no alternative us from taking care of the situation, right? And there's no alternative because, like, where are you going to go? It's it's just like like content creation. Where are you going to go post uh, videos? You gonna mm-hmm. post on fucking Vimo? Vimo, you need to have a paid subscription order to go on that. Fucking name something else, because I I I know of a few, but there's like 300, 400 content creators on those on those platforms. For gaming I mean, specifically. Is, is Newgrounds still a thing? I mean, still Newgrounds is, is a limited. thing, but that is such a core niche. Like, niche. Like, a lot of the people who are on Newgrounds are the people who have been on Newgrounds since the 2000s. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? A lot of the stuff that's on Newgrounds, like, the content that I make would not go on Newgrounds because it's no. not, like, real art. It's more of, like gaming commentary and i take gameplay analysis analysis and i put fucking gameplay footage over my analysis that won't work on fucking new grounds it might work on vimo but how many people are actually <laughs> going to watch on vimo yeah exactly and i mean it's, yeah. it's one of those things too and like it's uh the platform that we're on is you know basically the big contender in it trying to go to a small one and like how many people are actually gonna be like yeah let's go on and over switch over there and support these guys when they're already used to having it over here in one platform, you know what I mean? I mean, it's um, the same thing with Twitch and Mixer. Yeah. yeah. Like, so many people were going over to Mixer, and then Microsoft just fucked over everybody on Mixer. I still... Mm-hmm. That still is just... All those people, like... There were some big, like, Mixer streamers that just lost... I don't know. I, I, I should follow up on it, but I don't know if they made the transition to YouTube or Twitch and retained their following. I hope they all did, but some yeah, some did and some statistics would show remember, that they didn't. Yeah, I remember seeing the articles of like people were like like you know, complain not complaining, but they were just like upset and distraught because the numbers and following that they had on Mixer wasn't the same that they got in Twitch and then I guess just Twitch has just been a really different transition for them. So yeah, some did, some didn't, unfortunately. Is I what mean, I think I mean, I'm going to make – you guys can disagree with me or whatever, but I don't – Twitch does not give enough appreciation to the small streamers. They don't. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They got their partners. The partners make them money. That's all they care about. Mm-hmm. So, like, to have – like, they probably loved it. They had all these people come over from Mixer, and they're just like, all right, welcome to the family, but now deal with – because Mixer was better about having – like taking care of smaller streamers and like boosting smaller streamers because let's be honest. Most people on Mixer were small streamers. Even mm-hmm. if you were like the most popular of the small streamers, that's what you were. You were the one of the small streamers. Twitter Twitter doesn't – or not Twitter, but uh, Twitch doesn't give a shit about that stuff. Yeah. And it's really, really sad because we don't have an alternative. You have alternatives, but they're not viable alternatives. Yeah, I think the other part of this uh, story was interesting, too, is that, like, uh, the dude's personal account has been locked and he's lost uh, access to all his digital movies and stuff like that. We were just talking yeah. about this last week and, like, physical media and shit. Yeah, It's yeah. just like, look at that. He lost a shit. Like, so easily it can be taken away. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to come to my house and take my movie collection, go for it. Like, it's going to be a tough battle. But, like, you could just, like, yeah, fuck your Google account. Now we have all your shit. 
Mm-hmm. So that's one of anyway. I'm not. I'm not gonna get into that fucking argument again. So <laughs> yeah, crazy. fifteen years, thousands of dollars in Google Play app movie purchases, purchases, and his Google Drive data. So it's just like all of that. Just that's one of the reasons why you create a business account. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's still shitty. You don't do that shit. Yeah. I hope this this gets resolved. But going three weeks. Can you imagine going three weeks without having like access to? Because like. I mean, we all check our emails, kind of just, like, trash a lot of our emails. But to, like, oh, let me put this on Google Drive or, like, let me pull this up. Oh, I want to watch this TV show or something like that. And all that's just fucking taken, a, taken away from you. That's yeah. bullshit. For no reason? Like, no explanations given whatsoever? Go fuck yourself, Google. I like Google, but not right now I don't. That's some <laughs> bullshit. Hold my I, I can't say that because I have a Google phone. So, <laughs> like... I'm surprised that bitch hasn't woken up yet and asked me, what the fuck are you doing? So, anyway, we got a lot of just shitty news. Yeah. News today. Second thing coming up, stolen Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 source code has been sold on the dark web. Someone spent a lot of money to acquire CD Projekt Red's stolen game and engine code. Just one day after hackers leaked the first CD Projekt Red game source code for Gwent, an auction was held where they can offer the entirety of the stolen data to the highest bidder. The auction was held on the popular hacking forum on the dark web, and the bidding started at $1 million, according to VX Underground. The auction concluded shortly after, once hackers received a satisfying bid per Kila Research. The quoted buy is now $7 million for the whole thing, but it's not clear how much was actually paid before the actual auction ended. This is because, according to Killer Research, the offer came from an outs- from outside the forum where the auction was being held. The buyer also stipulated that the data would not be distributed or sold again in the future. That is, they will not sell said footage or whatever to another auction site, not necessarily that they're not going to use that source code. Right. The forum post announcing the opening of the auction said that the dumped in the dump included source code for The Witcher 3, Cyberpunk 2077, an upcoming ray tracing version of The Witcher 3, Thronebreaker, as well as the studio's proprietary red engine, which powers all of its games. Beyond that, buyers would also have access to an assortment of documents obtained as part of the hack, which includes legal HR business and other sensitive files. When announcing the news of the hack to everyone, CD Projekt Red said it won't give in to the demands or pay the ransom, opting instead to warn its partners who may be affected and work with local authorities. So that is where we're at with that shit. That's shitty. that, (laughs) That shit is wild. Now, they're saying that there was no financial data that was leaked, and that is per CD Projekt Red. There's 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 multiple things that can come from that. One, I mean, whoever bought that, whoever bought that source code, that is a brand new studio in the making. I yeah. guarantee fucking to you, that is a brand new studio in the making. And I'm really curious, like once they start showing off their game in the next couple of years, how CD Project is going to respond. Like, well, it's like what me and Eddie were talking about last week with the uh, the WB buying out or finally getting the Nemesis uh, patent. Yeah, and everyone's just like, "Oh, they just told like the, even with this patent, like they stole from Assassin's Creed, they stole from like mm-hmm. all these other games and all Black that other gum, stuff." Yeah. So but when I, it's gonna come out, it's just gonna be like CD Projekt Red's gonna be like, "Hey, I think we found the people that bought our shit." So- yeah. Yeah, that sh- that shit is going is like fucking wild. 
So somebody saw an opportunity and just jumped on it. I'm also curious whether or not we're going to see some leaks in the coming weeks about the internal workings of CD Projekt. I think that would be very interesting to to look into. I know this sounds like very, very antagonistic towards CD Projekt. It's just really easy to dunk on them right now because of everything that's been going on yeah. the last couple of months. I don't necessarily dislike CD Projekt, but, I mean, motherfuckers get skeletons in the closet. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because like the pe so the people the the company or individuals that bought the leak stuff they have to play this really smart right if they don't um, if they don't play this smart then there could be an investigation and like where the fuck did you get this information and all that but so this is this is like me talking from the most um what's the word I'm looking for basic uh, bitch not basic bitch <laughs> fuck you <laughs> the the most aggressive standpoint i guess you can say for right now or the most cynical standpoint copyright laws are not international there are countries oh, who will yeah. respect uh, copyright laws and then there are countries who don't give a shit and then there's china so and, uh, <laughs> and then there is china there is russia there's a lot of other eastern european or fucking asian countries maybe even some south american countries fuck I wouldn't be surprised if some asshole in America would fucking pull this shit because international level of copyright infringement is not really respected. There are there are certain companies and sometimes the legislature, the gover- the the country legislature branch will come down and do something about it, but oh, uh, that's right too. Especially See? if it's Russia or if especially if it's China and they yeah. got that source code. That's a brand new fucking studio. And yeah, CD Projekt Red isn't an American company either. No, they're, yeah, they're from fucking uh, Eastern Swedish. Europe. Yeah, that's interesting. That's that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all that fun. sucks yeah. big time. There's yeah. nothing they can do about it. There's nothing no. that they can do about it. Yeah, I, I think the unfortunate thing about this whole like I was thinking about it when this news came out and I was reading the article and I was just wondering, I was wondering if this would be happening if cyberpunk wasn't such a unsuccessful failure at the launch for cyberpunk, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think so because you know I mean? Polish, my bad. I get, I, so I understand what you're saying, but I, I do not agree with that statement because hackers go out there and try to find stuff like this on anybody. And if yeah, it doesn't matter how CD project it doesn't matter on how exactly. There's an, it doesn't matter how CD project did their shit yeah if they can make a buck they're gonna make a buck yeah it and... just happens to be the timing of it right now it's just while right. everything else is just shitting on them yeah right if this was just like the jackpot that's what this really was it just came down to like the fucking jackpot the mother load fucking you had a potential fucking um thing to hold over the the company and whether they buy into it or not the CD Projekt's fucking source code, the Red Engine, is a very good fucking engine. I mean, yeah. even though CD, Pro- even though Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven doesn't run well unless you're playing on high end hardware, Witcher I mean, does. The Witcher three works phenomenal. That game yeah. is fan fucking tastic. That game yeah. still is. It's. I don't want to necessarily say it's timeless yet, but it feels like it. It's really yeah. fucking good. 
It seems like, too, a lot of people are like, wow, this was sold so quickly. Well, that's because one of the reasons was CD Projekt Red came out with a a response to everything pretty quickly and said, like, hey, we're not paying your shit. We're just going to deal with what happens. And yeah. then it was sold on the dark web so quickly. So the, the second thing to add to that is that I don't think people understand how much money is in the world. Like, <laughs> like there's money hidden. Like, yeah. I'm talking about somebody who works with the the U.S. government at the military level, spending billions and billions of dollars every single year. The normal person does not understand how much money is in the world. There are people, there are families who have more money than entire fucking companies, like multi-billion dollar companies. There are people out there that make fucking Jeff Bezos look poor. And it's crazy. Jeez. Speaking of which, did you see that he's stepping down? Yeah. That was yeah. In- that's interesting. He's like, I got all the money. I'm done. <laughs> so- <laughs> he, he He's at that point. Like, I, I guess you could say it was like, what do you do when you have a midlife crisis? You buy a, a new fancy car. He now <laughs> wants to focus his en- uh, efforts and energy towards his spaceship program. There it is. Man. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Je- fuck Jeff Bezos. He could have been Santa Claus, but he wasn't. So fuck him. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, well, talking about uh, it's like the hackers and all that shit. That goes really well with the next story that we're going to talk about. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, What we have here is the analysis reveals scalpers managed to snatch 10 to 15% of all consoles. Finding where to buy a PS5 is hard right now, not just because of demand, but because it seems like it seems all the stock is being bought by scalpers and their bots. Since they can work faster than ordinary people, it's become near impossible to pick up a console. While it looks like scalpers seem to be to pick up all the new PS5 consoles as soon as they arrive, that may not be the case in reality. According to a new estimate, the number is around 10 to 15% in the US. This figure comes from Michael Driscoll on the DEV community. He scoured aftermarket retail sites with a methodology designed to avoid the most obvious fake listings. That means no listings that didn't sell, sold for less than the MSRP or include terms like image, paper, or box only, and other phrases that indicate it's a fake listing. Driscoll noted that VG Charts claims 2.067 million PS5 consoles have been sold in the U.S. up until January 16. With that in mind, the data he found indicates that 7.06% of PS5s in the U.S. are being resold on eBay and StockX, with an additional 3-8% to 8% being sold through the likes of OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, and Craigslist. Driscoll admits that he can't have picked up every single listing, or that his numbers will be 100% accurate, but it does give us some idea of how many consoles are being successfully sold by scalpers. Interestingly, Driscoll's data suggests that 40% sellers are selling one or two PS5 consoles, suggesting they were simply lucky enough to pick them up and are taking advantage of the console's popularity. That said, over 35% of sellers appear to be true scalpers, selling five or more. The remaining 25% are somewhere in between. As for pricing, on average, the PS5 Digital Edition appears to be selling for $799, which is 200% of its $399 MSPR. Jesus Christ, 200%, that's insane. While the more expensive disc-based 499 PS5 is selling for 170% of its MSRP, which works out at 849 
That said, the post-launch peak saw both consoles were commanding around $300 more over their retail price, meaning aftermarket prices are coming down. Considering how problematic the PS5 and Xbox Series X launch has been, 10% feels like quite a small number, particularly since scalping groups seem prone to bragging about their achievements and getting hold of stock before it's even supposed to be available. Of course, it doesn't account for console scalpers bought and haven't been able to sell yet, so there could be a horde of consoles out there this analysis can't account for. We may have a long wait before Sony even has a chance of flooding the market and make sure everyone who wants a PS5 can get one. But the longer scalpers wait to unload their stock, the odds of them making a profit drop, meaning they do not have an incentive to try and sell quickly. It's worth reiterating that buying from scalpers is not a good idea. They buy up stock because there's demand for it, meaning shifting consoles is an opportunity for them to make money. If everyone stops buying, they stop hoarding consoles. That's assuming they actually send you a console and the listing wasn't some sort of scam. So don't buy from a scalper. Be patient and pick up a PS5 from a retailer for the standard MSRP. That's I some mean, shit. We've been re- we've been reporting on this since the beginning of it and all that shit. It's just it's shitty. Because and that's the thing too. There is a not hierarchy, but there is a process. We saw we were Chris, I think we reported on how we there were there was a news article about like Discord servers and other groups of yes. these scalpers aren't like by themselves. They're pooling together and yeah. becoming kind of like a guild, you would think about it like that way, being like if you want one of our PS5s that we have, you have to sign up for this service mm-hmm. and you might get a chance to get one and all that other shit. Kinda. So the, I remember that. That was back when people were uh, trying to buy up all those Nintendo Switches when the pandemic was first yep. kicking off. Yep. So like the what their what their mindset is is like, yeah, you're guaranteed to get one, right? You're guaranteed to get at least one. But then yep. if you were going into the buying and reselling of uh, fucking items, then you start, you know, you can potentially make a profit. But then that group gets a cut of it. So yeah, it just I, seems weird. That, that number shit. seems low to me. The 10 to 15%? I don't know. I feel like it's way higher than that. I, I feel, feel like, like it is too. Way higher than that. But maybe this is that. Well, this is also only the, the percentages that his algorithm could basically come up with, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, Chris doesn't fucking care because he's got his PS5 now. <laughs> I'm the only one that doesn't have a PS5, and it's weird because I don't want one right now. Right. I've, I mean, I've said I, it I again. Think- I'll say. Go ahead. Yeah, I think the interesting thing about this whole thing is just that like, I'm trying to figure out because I do see it like on Twitter. I follow like the IGN deals of the cheap ass gamer and stuff like that. And they're always kind of posting. I feel like every other day they're posting that PS5 consoles are out there. And then I recently uh-huh. saw a video that Mr. Beast went into a Best Buy and bought like 50 PS5s. I don't like, know if that's true. Yeah, well, he, uh, he, I don't he, know how much I believe that. Yeah, like he went in there. He bought, well, this is the video. The video is that he mm-hmm. went in there. He bought he bought like fifty PS five units, like some digital, some disc, and he gave them away to like students in a in a classroom and stuff like okay, that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, like that's what he like that's what he did. But but it was just interesting to me that like he was able to walk into a Best Buy and they just happened to have fifty there. That's what I don't believe. Yeah, you know what like, I mean. That's like, what I don't believe. There's there's an element of TV magic when it comes to anything like that. I mean, like the the reality could be is that he went through something like StockX and just went down the line because StockX, yeah. from what I understand, because StockX is known for most notably like buying sneakers and shit like that. 
and you'd have to go like one after another after another after another and if you go through like the quick buy function it's set to the lowest auction i believe and then you just go one after the other after the other after the other yeah so that motherfucker like if he bought 50 of them what would have been like ten thousand dollars was more likely like almost double that yeah I mean, it's insane. I just think it's crazy. Like people are even willing to pay an extra amount of like, like I think the article said, like up to almost like what eight hundred dollars for the no nine hundred dollars for the digital one. And I'm like, what's weird is yeah, the digital one is more is going for more than the the disc one. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what the exactly, article reported that's exactly on. What the, it said, yeah, the uh, the digital uh, has aftermarket up prices of two hundred percent, while the uh, the disc version has a, a aftermarket up prices of one hundred and seventy percent. Well, think about that, because the the digital one is a hundred dollars cheaper. Well, true, but it's like it's still like the prices are so close, even with aftermarket. Yes. That, uh, so, uh, like, th- I guess the way that I was interpreting it was, like, saying that the digital one is more expensive. And so to say, yes, it is more expensive in terms of its projected value or the, its market yeah. value. I get yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think the only thing that throws me off about that or, like, I can maybe make reason with that, that the digital one is a little bit more expensive is just simply because we, we – it's the thing that we keep talking about, Corey. We, we keep going into this digital age and a lot of people are rather doing that. And it feels like people are now all like, I'm not trying to go outside and buy anything. I'm not trying to go ahead and order anything. So might as well if I can just get a digital medium onto this system, then why the hell not? Fuck them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like that's the reason em. why it's – it's because like even – like I said, like I have a friend who keeps on actively looking for a PS5 and like he's had the opportunity to buy a physical one. And he chooses not to because he's like, no, I want the digital one. Also, too, I just want to reiterate that Chris showed his showed a picture off of his PS5. PS5 looks so fucking stupid. Like, I fucking hate the design <laughs> of the PS5 so much. I hate that it just looks like an oversized fucking Kaiba laptop or uh, a Kaiba Trapper Keeper. I yeah, hate that design. Yeah. I hate. I wish. Remember, Chris, what I said with the, the prototype? I wish it was that stupid V. That like that would have been great. Make it look like a big Xbox. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I I would have been comfortable with it being a big old VCR chunky boy, as opposed to the uh, design that it has right now. I will say that it does look better if it's standing upright, because it looks like a tower, like a powerful tower. But yeah. I mean, I don't have the space for it, nor do I want my cat walking around and knocking it out either. So mm-hmm. that's why it's sitting on its belly or back. Yeah. Or whatever. I got I got a dog now, and she's got a tail like a whip. I yeah. can't have that shit fucking knocked down and shit like that. Now that PS5 design is, I, it's, it's, it's gross. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it gross. looks at all. I, I love how the PS4 looks. It's simple. It's a box. Mm-hmm. It's a actually no, I'm wrong. It's a rhombus because it's it's, it's slanted. Yeah, yeah, it's slanted. It just looks good. Like I just this thing is just like. I don't know. Maybe I'm bitching about it because there's no games on it that I want right now. So maybe after that, I'll be like, no, no, this is fine. Don't don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> And that's the other thing that I tell a lot of people, too. Like, aside from Demon Souls and Miles Morales, like, there really is... The, the PS5 is what it is. It's a beefed-up PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. It, it does everything that the PS4... Like I said, I don't even use my PS4. I let my roommate borrow it because he wanted to play games. Yeah. 
and you know, and every in every game that I have, I I can I can play it on there. Well, there's probably an exception of one or two, but <laughs> sorry, you need to reach chat. <laughs> <laughs> For audio listeners, chat says the PS5 looks like uh, Sasuke Eisen from Bleach. Bleach. Sasuke Eisen from Bleach, yeah. Dude, I got into an argument with my long, like my friend that I've been friends with for a long time, got me into anime. I told her that Bleach was trash, and I thought she was going to unfriend me. And I was like, whoa. I was like, dude, Bleach is trash. She goes, hold on a minute. She goes, Bleach is not trash. I said, you're in denial. Bleach is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 the main story is fine. And, like, if you get past all the fillers, I'm like, this is a Naruto situation. I fucking hate Naruto, too. So when I got My Hero Academia, I said, fuck you, Naruto. You, you. It was like Stockholm Syndrome when I was with Naruto with all the filler and all that shit. I was like, no, 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 it's okay. You just got to get through 100 episodes of filler and all this other shit. And then My Hero came out. I was like, oh, no. This is how a lover is supposed to treat their 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 significant other. Fuck you, Naruto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the best thing about Naruto is Choji, and then he ends up getting with one of the thun- what is it, the Lightning Clan chicks. Yeah. And I mean that anime black chicks are hot. I'm just gonna tell you right now, like they are. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, no. Going back to this, it's the same situation with the 3080s that we're trying to get. Like, uh, when you were talking about, like, there's actual hordes of, like, stockpiles out there when Eddie was reading the article. It's the same fucking shit with, we know for a fact we've seen the stockpiles of the 3080s. Mm-hmm. And I still can't fucking get one. Pissing me off, man. I, I've stopped looking for 3080s. I've, well, that's because you got a PS5. No, it's not the reason why. It's just, like, because, like, I... One, I think that the 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 double the price type shit is sickening, like absolutely yeah. fucking sickening. Something that's seven hundred dollars going for fourteen, fifteen hundred. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, I I can't do it. I can't. Like that's the thing. If you don't, if everyone just collectively stops buying, then hackers are like, oh, we don't have a job anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's never gonna happen. It's no. never going to happen. We can't even fucking utilize on Black Lives Matter. We're not going to be able to utilize on fucking taking down hackers. Like, that's not going to happen. It's just the fucking, that's how America is. So, it's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Anyway. Anyway. Speaking of PS5s, uh, on PS4 games, you got to understand, I'm, I'm seeing, like, frame rates that you've already experienced, Corey. So I mean, like I know you don't you don't think anything of the PS5, but one Demon Souls, two Strive no. is two months away. Bloodborne in sixty. The way you say it is like I think the PS5 is a shit console. I don't think the PS5 is a shit oh, console. No, I, I think I, it has. I, a didn't, sh- I didn't mean to put it out like that. Right. I think it's a shit design. It's a powerhouse of a console, but I mean, that's the thing. Give me more. I need the library to be bigger. That's the, yeah. that's, I mean, I've said it every fucking podcast. It's just a broken record at this point. You got to yeah, give me, I get a game that I want. I'm going to buy a PS5. So. Yeah. And they're selling point to it right now too. Going back to what you're saying is because when they release the PS5, it's like, oh, you get all these PS4 games and it's just like, well, that's cool. But I already have those games on the PS4. I don't Why care. Do I, I have a fucking <laughs> PS4. <laughs> like I don't give a yeah. shit. I like that. Oh, we got these hundred games that the PS5 is backwards compatible with. Guess what's fucking backwards compatible? My goddamn PS4 that I own. Oh. I wish. 
But no, it's just it's uh, God. Like I feel like this podcast feel, has riled me up every fucking week. Yeah, I feel like I'm one of those like I think you appreciate the PS5, Chris, a lot more than I do. Like you're talking about like Demon Souls and how good it looks and like frame rates and all that shit. And I'm over here always just like I I've always said it before. I'm like I don't understand the whole frame rate thing. Like 60 FPS over 30 FPS, it all looks the same to me. You know what I mean? I did until I played a 30 F uh, until I went from 30 to a 60. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it now. <laughs> and, and I still haven't even experienced like a full, like most of the time that I'm playing it, I'm it's via the capture card. So it's not even at the, at the 4k that my TV is at, or, you know, the 60 frames per second. It's just at the um, basic 10. That's due to your, 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 your setup is that's why you have to do it that way. Right? Yeah. Because I don't have a gotcha. 4K capture card. I don't have a... You play through watching OBS, don't you? No, no. I use my TV. I use my TV. Oh, okay. But still, but it's not It's not, It's not. not the power. It's not giving me the 4K power, the 60. It's dumbed down. Cause you're going, because you're you're going through the Elgato, through, yeah. Through the capture card, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, Eddie, my, my only response to that is I've been playing fighting games for a while, and fighting games are made to run at 60 frames a second because that's how you count frame data. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, like, the 30 frames thing, I'm just like, Ew. okay, yeah, I, I, can, I can deal with it. But playing yeah. stuff like Dark Souls at 30 is a little bit hard for me. That's why now, like, jumping to 60 is really important to me. When we get up into the point where we're like, oh, 120 frames, like, when you get to shit where your eyes literally cannot comprehend what you're fucking seeing, like, that gets dumb. That gets stupid. Yeah, like. I, and I'm I'm such a piece of shit when it comes to shit stuff like that because um, I get upset when my when my games dip from like 150 frames to 65, <laughs> like I can fucking see that, and I'm just like, why is my frames dipping? And in the back of my mind, it's like you can't fucking see the difference, dipshit. I wish my but I, I wish your PC mad. could be like. I, I wish, because you're like, I'm mad at what I'm saying. I wish your PC could be like, well, I'm pissed every time you sit at the computer. Because so, <laughs> your you life isn't too great either. So. Yeah, you, you think I want to stare at you, man? <laughs> this is a constant 60 frames of shit is what I'm looking at. Garbage. Garbage. Oh, man. That's all we got for the news, though. That's it. Done news. Done news. All right, we got some questions. We We didn't get shit last week. I mean, we didn't so. get shit this week either, so we have one question. We got two. We do? Yeah. The first one we got is coming from Zombie Hunter. He goes, oh, what is, was your favorite part of the Guilty Gear tourney? We kind of talked about that already, but oh, we can... No, no, no. There, there's one. I mean, I hate it, but I love it at the same time because they're so fucking stupid. Memes and lo-fi. Memes is infinity, but we all call oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'm, and yeah. Then lo-fi, or weeb, as you'll see his name if you go watch the VOD, they they went on for like two three minutes bowing and making that really loud may noise emoting emoting and shit like that and I threatened to kick them and they stopped bowing towards me and then they make it look like they're fucking in lobby and that was pretty <laughs> fucking great uh, we got a clip out of that that was funny but honestly as far as like the the two people that I absolutely enjoy watching the most when they play and don't don't get me wrong I I like watching uh lo-fi play but i can beat lo-fi pretty consistently at my best but when i watch fat juice and i watch rack not that i can't beat them but rack plays a mean leo 
a mean Leo. I was rooting for Rack. Like his Rack, Leo his Leo is is really strong. And Fat Juice's fundamentals. Fat the thing is is like Fat Juice didn't spend a whole lot of time playing that, but he's been playing third strike for a very long time. And he found that one B and B that he was just like, I can convert this from from fucking anything. It's kind of like my main B&B that converts the uh, 6H into Bandit Bringer into Fafnir, which will lead into a Dust Loop. Something right. similar along those lines. And he found that for Kai, and he just fucking carried it. So It was, yeah. that The best part for me was the the final match with that mm-hmm. perfect. I was not expecting a perfect. And then there were a few rack uh, Rack's uh, uh, matches were really good, too. Yeah. I was really rooting for him. Uh, I think he just like skirted by not getting in top three. It's, I think he was like, it's hard because the thing is, is that memes, lo-fi, and rack play a lot with each other, and yeah. memes is a very strong player. She's got a, he's got a very strong Jacko. He's got, a, he's got a decent May, and he's got a good Dizzy. But his strong suit is Jacko. That was cool when he brought because he made it to win. He made it to one of the finals. I think oh it was yeah, yeah, finals. yeah. He, so he made it. I was it winners finals. I don't think it was winners finals. Uh, no, because winners finals was lo-fi fat juice where fat juice closed him out. But the match before that, I believe semifinals. Uh, yeah, it was, was yeah, lo-fi it was and infinity losers. where they had their their set and lo-fi essentially closed him out, and then they meet again in losers finals. That shit was pretty fucking hype. Yeah, that shit. Was that Jacko, cool. but the, he got he had the chance to play all three of his characters. So yeah, in losers, he he was just like, I'm trying everything, and he lost all of them. So. <laughs> I mean, he did. He was able to take a round off of Lo-Fi in each of those rounds. That's true, but Johnny's still fucking insane. No, Lo-Fi's got a strong Johnny. He's got he's got some kinks that he needs to work out, but he's got a, he's got a strong Johnny. So. Well, he got lucky because he didn't get a high level soul into the finals either. Because I hear like soul, he hates the matchup with soul. Yeah, no, it's his his weakest matchup is probably against soul, and because of the ground viper. I, I mean, it's it's a lot more than just the ground viper. It's soul, out of all the characters, Johnny one of Johnny's weakest matchups is against soul. Which is funny because Soul is like the bottom of A tier, and Johnny's the best character in the game. But when you look at matchup data, it's it's fifty fifty. Like anything fucking yeah. goes. Soul's got the perfect matchup against Johnny. Yeah, it's like me- it's mixing up the meta. Like when uh, a Hakan player makes it to top eight, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, what? <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't study this matchup. <laughs> it's like I've been playing Elfel all fucking tournament. Oh, I'm in finals against a Johnny player. Let me throw my soul out there. Yeah, just like well, that's the th- that's that's not frowned upon. Like if you want to do that, that's a fucking viable viable fucking game plan to go by. Yep. Just be like, I'm going to play this nonstop, nonstop, and everyone's like, they're downloading your character. They're like, okay, I got this, I got this, because everyone can watch the matches, because we televised all the matches. But then when you just switch to another character, you're like, fuck. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Especially when you pop off on the reset, like, you you fucking, like, grand finals, you're in losers, you came up from losers bracket, you fucking reset, and then you switch the character on them, and they're just like, fuck. I just spent the last ten minutes fucking analyzing this one character, and they throw something else out there. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. But the the thing, Fat Juice was on another level. 
I, I honestly believe we uh his nerves got to him in those last couple matches. He was yeah. he just couldn't get in. The biggest part, the biggest one, and I remember it and it's during uh when he's getting the perfect on Weeb. Weeb tries to jump and dash out of the corner and fucking fat juice hits him with that overhead with the sword Great and Seaver. just puts puts him right back in the corner. Yep. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh shit, he's not getting away at all." And like, that was, it was some, insane. So like, I mean, not that I was coaching, but I spent a good like week or two with Fat Juice telling him like, okay, here's the things that you need to watch out for. Not when you play against lo-fi, but just like just in general, like know your character, your greed receiver is really hard to react against. And it's got yeah. a lot of really good frames on it. And these are the things that beat greed receiver and it's like you you have to watch out for 6p at this angle and you have to watch out for this move and you have to watch out for this move when you're popping off this b and b or these fucking things here i'm just like use your dead angles but be careful because there's a lot of recovery on your dead angles and he was just like bro bro that shit was crazy <laughs> it was great it was super super it was fun. fun it was it was good to be a part of a fighting turn fighting game tournament that I haven't been part of those for well over a year, mm-hmm. especially due to COVID. And it was just fun to be in that again. So it was it was really cool. I'm ex- I'm excited for the next one. We got we got ways to improve on it and we're gonna advertise it better as well. So Yeah. And that's what Zombie Hunter now that Zombie Hunter brings that up, I forgot Rack played Slayer. I was like, What? Zach he doesn't play Slayer. Yeah, he does. And then like he has after a he slaver. beat after he beat zombie hunter he was like i'm going to leo now i was like okay here's the rack i know yeah so good job eddie yeah thank you (laughs) appreciate it (laughs) but yeah next time unfortunately stylish will not be acceptable so that's fine i'm I'm ready to practice on the technical aspect and uh find my actual character and see how well we do and see how well we uh we go with it i'm excited we had that one we had that one player. I was rooting for him that uh, was playing bike, and they got pretty far into it. Jungle Jim got, yeah, he's Jungle Jim Jams, or yeah, <laughs> Jungle has come a long way. He has come a very yeah. long way. Another character I, like Brick, Das Brick, Das yeah. Brick playing Potemkin. It was, yeah. Yeah, he was one of the guys that was pretty vocal in the in the TO room. Uh, oh, yeah? And he was just like, all right, I'm going to... Yeah, he was always just like... He was commentating on the matches with me and all that stuff, too. So, because, I mean, as a TO, you got to stay pretty biased, like, unbiased. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't show favoritism one way or another. But after matches were done, I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I'd say. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, the- he's got a very good Potemkin. He's got very unfortunately he got paired up against the wrong people. He got paired up against Demon Kicks, who's got Demon Kicks has only been playing for two weeks, but again, that's another third strike kid. And yeah. he, well, played, he was playing Elfid, right? He played a mean Elfelt. For someone who's only yeah. been playing for two weeks, he played a mean Elfelt and he got down combo th- or grenade theory really well with her. Uh and then yeah. he j- got matched up in lo fi during winter. The grenade's bracket. stupid. Oh, yeah, her grenades are fucking dumb. And here's the it's one so thing dumb. that nobody realizes. Once Elfelt throws a grenade, she can't get blown up by it. So when they were trying to knock it back to Elfelt, yeah, Elfelt just I was like, like you can't, that doesn't do shit. anything. No, it doesn't. Which, I mean, like, you do want to get away from it. And knocking it back is a viable strategy. But then you can't go, you can't move in on her. Because you you're, you're getting out. in the range of the grenade. So yeah. it's, 
Elf felt to rough nah, the you, fucking fight. You should have been in that room where everyone's like, "Holy shit, this guy! Wait, he's on stylish. Never mind." So <laughs> that's that's how it was. Yeah, yeah. That they were like, be- "Man, Eddie's doing good," and I was like, "He's on stylish, guys." And he goes, "They go, oh, okay. Same with H two O too." Yeah. So yeah, H two O doesn't seem too happy that uh, stylish is getting banned. <laughs> I mean, then he just has to play the game for real now. So yeah, time to, <laughs> time to square up. Well, that's my thing too. Everyone's like, I understand why the stylish is there. It's to bring in new players and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But me personally, I can't. I wouldn't do it. I can't do it. I, I can't pick that mode knowing that the more technical mode and the quote unquote right way to play tournamently, tournament wise, is that way. I can't pick that. Why would I do that? Like, I can't do that. Tournamently, yeah. That's the you, can say, you can put that. With, you can put that in your lexicon now. <laughs> so. Even TJ says I can't do stylish either, so. Yeah, no. I, like, again, we were trying to follow Arc Revo guidelines, and that makes sense for a larger tournament, because obviously the the more advanced <laughs> combo routes is... If you fucking make a podcast named Tournamently, and I'm not part of it, I'm kicking you in the dick. <laughs> That's uh, your fighting game podcast. No, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Like I said, I just I, I saw the option. I tried technical, and, and I had told myself, too, before I went with Stylish, is I was like, let me try technical, and I got wrecked in my first match. And I was just like, well, mm. fuck it. They allow Stylish. Let's go with Stylish, because it makes yeah. it easy. It's just pressing buttons, and everything is good. But I did give it an attempt to be like, let me try and fight the right way. See, not, your your but, issue is that you went in fucking dry. You were just like, fuck it. This is my first time booting the this pro- game up. So- the thing is, when you take someone like Eddie, who doesn't know BMBs and all this other stuff, you get that element of surprise in the bread first match. People are like, bread and butter combos is oh. what it is. <laughs> and uh, people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And like, whenever they did that, when they, there was someone that said that. I think it was either in H2O. It was either H2O, <laughs> Raijin, or Eddie. And they were like, holy shit, this guy is... I was like, look... The element of surprise when you don't know anything, everything's a surprise, but they're able to be downloaded very quickly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I think that was another one that impressed me. Ryzen impressed the fuck out of me. Ryzen yeah. Ryzen has the, the the potential to be a decent Guilty Gear player. Ryzen's biggest downfall is that he jumps way too much. Yeah. And when you jump a lot, you get, get anti aired. And like, like, cause when you're on the ground, you can block in two different positions. You can block high, you can block low. When you're in the air, you block forward and that's it. Yeah. So I catch you from underneath. I anti-air you, you, you're going to have a bad day. And that's, you're, that's been his Achilles heel with everything. You're talking to a guy that used to play Abel in Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. So that anti-air, well, I was just like, you, I would do it. I would do it every time. I'd be like, you jumping. Like I'd be, we'd be in the room. I'm like, why are you jumping? Mm-hmm. They're like, what do you mean, why are you jumping? I was like, I, I'm gonna grab you. Like that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna grab you. And then yeah. I grab him. Be like, what the fuck? I'm like, I told you what I was gonna do, and you still <laughs> jumped. <laughs> it's it it's great. You know, I, I have, suck at fighting games, but I love running fighting games. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, yeah. I had fun, and like I, I say, I tell people all the time, I'm probably not the best competitor out there, nor will I ever get far. But I will always talk smack, and I will always throw hands, and that's good enough for me. That's fine. There you go. So practice. Guilty Gear Accent Core. Word of advice to everybody. Practice. Guilty Gear Accent Core. April 10th. We're doing plus R. $400 prize pool. 
Let's fucking go. All right. Our second question comes from Scotty Moe. Uh, he says, everyone is getting snowed in. What's a game you remember playing on a snow day? Maybe even started and finished it in that setting. We didn't get many snow days where I grew up from, but I do remember when we would get some. I th- It would be just be like Mega Man X and stuff like that. Stuff I had on the Super Nintendo already. Because, I mean, obviously it's a snow day, so you can't get out and, like, go rent any more games or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't, like, vividly remember, like, picking up a game, playing it all the way through in a setting. I would just play – I would play anything, like, everything that I had. Because that's all we had. You just play the same shit over and over again. I think – What about you guys? I think my first time playing Ocarina of Time, I played it during a snow day, and I cleared it in two days. I didn't do it during a snow day, but – so when I was in – Trying to think, sixth. It wasn't sixth grade. I think it was seventh grade. I got a. I got sick with something called slap cheek disease. Excuse I don't know if you guys me? have ever heard of that before. Slap. It cheek? is what? It is a mild form Sounds of erotic. scarlet fever. It was. A, it literally. You have a fever in your face to where it looks like someone has literally been slapping you in your cheeks all day, and not the ass cheeks, like your face cheeks. <laughs> And I remember syndrome. Also yeah, I think known that's, as fifth disease. But I got that and I don't know how I got it, but I was out of school for like a week and I remember being Ocarina of Time in two days. That's that's it wasn't a snow day, but I do remember that. Like I beat it and like I was fine after the first day, but apparently with that you're like contagious for multiple days. Mm-hmm. So I had to stay home for like almost a full week, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" But that first day was I. I just like I was sitting at my desk, and my teacher's like, "Are you okay?" And I was just like, I almost blacked out because of the fever. And they're just like, "You gotta go to the, the nursery room," and I was like, "Okay." It's <laughs> just like, but yeah, we didn't really get stuck. we got ice days, but I don't remember that shit either. So for like ice go. storms and shit like that, yeah. Yeah, see, I can't even I can't even relate to anything like that because I've every, every everywhere I live, there's always been no snow. So, like, even if I were to try to think of a time that I had to stay in, that a game that I would probably like lean towards to, like, let's say it was one of those days where it was just like terrible rain, we're not going anywhere. It's a Saturday, I guess, right? Because that's the only time I can think of something like that. It's I'm pretty sure, countless times I've beaten Super Mario World in one sitting because yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm just like all right, like I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out. Super Mario That's World. That's an easy is. game to beat. Yeah, yeah, Super Mario World it is, and you know, three or four hours later, here we go. Well, I've told the story. Go ahead. I said, do you want to think? Of, do you want to talk about a game? I think is overrated. A world? Yeah, Super I think three is better. Yeah, it's fine, but I think World uh, Three is a better game. Yeah. Oh. And, and he's and he's ready to fight me. He is. I'm I'm the opposite. I think three is overrated. Okay. Three brought yeah. more to the table than yeah. uh, if you look at the leap from two to three, there was more brought from three to world. Now, and don't get me wrong. Like, so this is a situation where you're just like, it's like the same with Dark Souls. Like my buddy Buster Wolf says, he's like, Dark Souls 2 is a good game in a group of great games. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like with Super Mario World for me, or Super Mario 3 for Eddie. It's yeah. a good game amongst great games. Also, the so. thing is, a lot of people really like Super Mario World, and a lot of people like Super Mario Three. I've just never seen people go to war over it, like you would say, Link to the Past versus Ocarina of Time. Like, well, Ocarina that's because that, that's such a jump. That's such, fuck you. That's such a jump. <laughs> I hate Ocarina of Time. So. Ocarina of Time. 
You have no reason to hate that game. I appreciate what the technological advances that Ocarina of Time brought to it, but I think Link to the Past is a better game. Once again, goes back to the whole thing. Didn't play a Zelda game until Ocarina mm. of Time. I mean, that that makes sense. Yeah. You are partial to the things you play first. Yeah. So. But I mean, but I re- but I like Link to the Past too. I see, and that's the difference. It's like, see, I I think with Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past, I can respect both of them and I enjoy both of them. I enjoy mm-hmm. Mario Three. However, I'm one of the few that thinks it's a little, it's praised a little too much. And I've been meaning to go back to it. I've been meaning to go back to it. And maybe like maybe there's something that I'm missing. You know what I mean? And I'm even debating if I want to play the original. On the Nintendo or the All Stars version? Original on Nintendo. But I'd rather do the All Stars version because it looks like Super Why? Because Mario it's World. the because it's the no. <laughs> then don't play it. <laughs> then that's biased. You dumbass. <laughs> God damn! I've always that grown was up a to, loaded I'm statement. You can't tell me otherwise. That <laughs> uh, even as a kid, I was like, that's like the same with the All Star pack. You could play Super Mario One, and even as a kid, I was like, this looks weird. I don't know if I like this. Because then I went back and played the original. I was like, I like this one. But, I mean, but when you said you played Ocarina first, I played Ocarina. Ocarina was my first Zelda game. And then I went back and played uh, Link to the Past. I was like, oh, this game is, like, right up my alley. Maybe because it was also on, like, my favorite system as well and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, my favorite. Eddie just doesn't like cougar video games. He doesn't like anything that's older. It's not true. Super Nintendo's my favorite system. I like a lot of but games from the Super Nintendo. But you won't yeah. go any any further back from that. But I won't go any He likes MILFs. He doesn't like GILFs. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, what was I... Fuck, what was I going to say? I was going to say something along those lines. I'm but sorry. That was my fault. No, I was going to say Majora's Mask was... I say Majora's Mask is my favorite. And I would say, I guess of the 3D Zeldas, it's my favorite. But I have to say probably my absolute favorite Zelda is A Link Between Worlds. It's so fucking good. I love A Link Between Worlds so much. See, that's another one. That was a game that I sat down and played. Like, the day it came out, I beat it in, like, four days because I was just playing it nonstop. That's a, that's another one that I need to go back to uh, because a lot of people talk about it all the time, Majora's Mask, and they say that's the better 64 game, the better 64 Zelda game. You know, because it well, got it's so- just because of the dark undertones is why I like it. Well, see, and, and, and no, that's good. That's like, I mean, I did enjoy the dark undertones, but I also didn't remember... Like, I played Majora's Mask once, and that was enough for me. Like, I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, I don't need to go back to it. I don't need to do anything like that. I remember I bought the 3DS version, too, because I was like, yeah, I'll go back to it and play it, and I never did. The 3DS version is so much better. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I want to It doesn't go... look like a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm not missing out. Red. So, Red Jaguar says that I'm missing out on the NES library. I'm not missing out on the NES library. I've played those games. Let me reiterate that I have played those games i have beaten legend of zelda i have beaten castlevania one not three and i i don't know if i will play two i've played ninja guide and never beaten it the mega man ones double dragons i've played plenty on the nes batman that's another one i really like the batman game so i'm not Uh, missing anything i just choose not to go back to them fair enough so cox customer care responded to me i saw that oh did they Oh, let me see this. I saw that. Let's hold on, hold on. Instead of letting, let's pull this up on stream live. (laughs) I'm not going to have like a conversation with fucking Cox customer care right now. No, we're not going to have it. I just want to, I haven't read the message yet. 
Oh, so, it's it's just a fucking. It's very pot, different. It's Eddie's a very J. different approach. It's a very different approach from what I've been doing. I've been more like, <laughs> get your stuff in order. Just... I'm tired of this. It's ridiculous. Blah 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 blah. Well, Chris Cox is more started like, with yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cox. Help fix Eddie's fuerte shit. Yikes! Please have him reach out to us so we can help. Leticia. And here you better ask for Leticia when you call them. <laughs> And like, and here is my response live, folks. This is what's going to happen right here. I have been reaching out to you. This is a daily thing. Fuck you. I'm in contact. <laughs> yeah, I'm in contact with Jeff. Hey, nice desktop. Yeah, Jeff over in Arizona. <laughs> okay, so what do we got going on this week? <laughs> I'm still going on this Twitter war is what's going on. I don't on. care. I'll mute you in Discord. You know I'll do it. I know. We're good. No, <laughs> you can go ahead and talk. I'm just going to type this out. Uh, Chris, what do you got going on this week? Tomorrow, I'm probably going to sneak in some Dark Souls. I Actually, it's up in the air because I really need to finish Dragonborn, and I need to finish that review. So Dark Souls might have to go on the back burner this week. Depending on how long we play Super Mario 3D World on Friday, I may or may not play more Dark Souls um, because I'm legitimately moderately excited to play that game multiplayer it's a fun it's multiplayer a fun, no no no. i know it's a fun multiplayer so i that's a game that i can get lost in saturday has just been crazy so i have no guarantee if i'm doing anything on mega visions well you've been pulled from the schedule anyway that's so. fine <laughs> that's that's a-okay just don't if if i do find time don't yell at me if i just go streaming on my own shit but i'm also trying to finish up this guilty gear video so my main priority is the mega visions review for dragonborn and then after that saturday we're doing our our get together our thing and then we uh we got to figure out what's going on with this next tournament so that's that's everything that we got going on all right eddie what do you got going on um, well, depending on what my internet situation is, I'd like to continue with this. Well, I'd like to start up the Shinobi series and give Shinobi a good run, which is where I guess the first one is Revenge of Shinobi, and then there's Shadow Dancer, and then there's Shinobi 3 on the Sega Genesis. So I'll be doing that. I want to some of, work... Some of those ones on PS2 and PS3 are really good, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to... I'm just focusing on the Sega Genesis ones right now. I'm not focusing on... Gotcha. The, because I did play the PlayStation 2 one. The PlayStation 2 one was great. Which is what? It was Shinobi and Nightshade, I think, were the two Shinobi ones. I think so. Yeah. I think um, so. So I'll be doing that. I I really, I'm finally actually going to start and focus on Fillmore video editing. I'm going to commit to that program and I'm going to start trying to learn that and start doing some things with it and just focus on more it's video really ed- basic. Yeah. It's good it, to get basic videos out there. Yeah, so Filmora X is... Uh, is- a lot better than what it used to be yeah so i'll be doing that and then i gotta be i'll honestly want to play more guilty gear and i think it's a good time to just start practicing now for the next tournament in april so yeah that's what i'll be doing i don't think i got anything else going on as far as like i'm supposed to be getting a custom decal for my stick but i won't be modding i won't be doing that on stream i'll probably just do it off stream and i don't think there's an oh well we'll pick up mario world on wednesday and um, we'll play it on Friday. So, looking forward to that. I'm excited for it. Yep. Thursday, I'm going to be streaming uh, Sonic and All-Star Racing Transformed over on the Megavisions channel. So, uh, any listeners over here want to get in on that, join the Megavisions Discord and hit me up. Because uh, it's weird. 
at first I'm garbage at that game, but I'm starting to learn it and I'm just like, that's fun. So we're that's our it's our monthly uh our monthly Sonic uh All Star Racing Transformed stream. So check us out over there at seven PM Central Standard Time over on twitch.tv slash megavisions. Friday, we will be playing Super Mario 3D World. If anything happens to where somebody wasn't able to get their copy, then I guess we're just going to go into Mario Party 2. So, because it's coming up soon on a new Mario Party game, we're going to have to play the next one. So, it's going to be real fun. Saturday, I don't think I have anything going on. So, we might do a long stream day of uh, Pokemon or Paper Mario. Because I would like to finish... I do want to finish Paper Mario on stream. That game's still pretty fucking solid. And then we'll hopefully have the next podcast recording on Sunday. So... Yeah, there's no That's refresh to push really it, got. right? Like, not yet. On Sunday, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've done it on. It's been pushed the last three weeks, so we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, that's all we got. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, make sure. Never mind. I'm not going to plug that because by the time this podcast comes out, that sale will be over. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everybody, take care. Have a good night. And see you later. Peace.